Okay. We're recording now. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, great. Eli, I have something really unhinged to tell you. Are you ready? I, I, am I? I don't, I don't know. I'm asking. Do you see me shifting uncomfortably on the couch? What do you got? I want you and I to get to a level of fame on the internet that um, encourages slash requires our fans to write fan fiction about us. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to search the Pyramid Pod on AO3 or on Wattpad or whatever and find fan fiction written about me and my boy Eli. <laughs> that's that's how I know that we will have made it and I think it would be very funny to read out loud. So if we have any Wattpadders in the audience, uh, this yeah. is your creative permission to write fanfic about me and Eli. <laughs> yeah, dear listener, um, Amanda's basically politely telling you to go absolutely nuts with yes, it. Yes, I absolutely. I think it would be so funny. How funny? <laughs> so, so funny. funny. <laughs> uh, on a completely different note, uh-huh. I watched the Barbie movie this past weekend. Oh, okay. You are either going to cement yourself in the Hall of Fame as woke king of the libs, or like I, we will have to cut and I will have to kick you out of my house. That's fair. Um, what did you think? Wait, who did you see it with, and why was it not me? First so of all, so I went. I went to uh, well outside of Athens um, to visit Colin and his wife. <gasps> yes, bestie yeah, Colin, Sam, my middle brother, and I uh, drove down to visit them. It was great. We went to breweries. We watched the Barbie movie and the new. Uh, animated Spider-Man movie across the Spider-Verse. So good. The art in that movie is insane. Bananas. It's insane. Gorgeous. I need to watch it again. Gorgeous. Just movie. because I was so distracted by the art that I couldn't keep up with the plot. Yeah, I I so regret so not good. seeing it in theaters because it would have been it, a tremendous experience. I saw it in theaters with um, EP of the Pod JD, and it, we have to go watch it again because it with also because of the ending. But without even without considering that. I was so distracted by it visually that I couldn't keep up with the plot. And I don't think I've ever felt that way in, a, in an animated movie ever. Yeah, dude. I, the first one, the first was one is also so remarkable. Yeah. I, I think both of them are, are just so, so well done. Yeah. I agree. Um, anyway, so we did that. We went to the Falcons Vikings game, which I thought was going to be terrible, oh, but it was actually like a really fun game. Yeah. Atlanta fans are fine. Yeah. You know, you know, it was a, it was a fun experience. Falcons lost, but who gives a shit? So, um, sorry if you're from Atlanta, but I, I'm, I'm a Titans fan. I don't care who won the game. It was just a fun game. It was to just watch. fun to go. Yeah. Anyway. So the Barbie movie, um, uh, I was talking to girl lunch earlier today about mm-hmm. this and I gave them Shouts my out. honest feedback. Um, Oh my God. I'm so sweaty. I, you didn't so make scared. the movie. No, I'm so scared. So you're about I, to out yourself as a male rights so activist. So I shut up. I uh, <laughs> not, you not to silence women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Um, so I, uh, after watching the movie, I, you know, I was first asked, "Did you cry?" I said, "No." Right. Um, however, I thought the movie was delightful. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was. Um, I'll address one thing first, and then I'll address the other thing after but the first thing i'd like to address is that uh clearly this movie was made for several groups of people and what i mean by that True. is there are like a lot of things this like it, it it does two things really well it breaks down i think and again this is from a straight white male perspective but from the outside looking in i i guess i know at least a little bit i i hope i try and educate myself um and so I think it does two things really well. I think it breaks down a very complex and nuanced 
thing in like feminism and femininity. It, it, it not only approached it in like a very digestible way for like, we'll call the uninitiated mm-hmm. people who haven't really like grappled with mm-hmm. the idea of like what feminism is. It, it makes it very like digestible and it gives it to you in like bite-sized little chunks. It kind of like mm-hmm. hits you in the face with a few like metaphors mm-hmm. or direct commentary right. throughout. But also it's really good for people who are a little more educated, I think, in my humble opinion. It does a really good job of like still addressing like some more complex things in a way that's like maybe a little tongue in cheek or a little bit on the nose. Um, and so I think that it, it's, it caters to all audiences really well. Yeah. So I, I, not only does it like, it's very like obvious, obviously like pro women mm-hmm. and everything, but like, I think it does so without like just straight up man bashing, not that Agreed. we don't deserve to be bashed, but like it does. So like, Ken is still like a funny, mm-hmm. like he's still likable. Dare I say, likable character? Yeah, absolutely. When he puts the second pair of sunglasses on, I freaking lost it. Yeah, dude. that was so funny. It's, Ryan it's, Gosling is the perfect person. Yes, to play that part. it was a very fun, funny movie, but it's still I am like enough. <laughs> yeah, it's still it's still like handled. I think a lot of things really well. Um, Erica, part of Girl Lunch, asked me, like, what was, what do you think was your favorite part in mm-hmm. the movie? And she says, there is a right answer to this. And as she was saying that, I was like, well, I thought, like, America Ferrera's speech was, like, really on point. It's just perfect and how there's, like, no perfect way. And Erica just immediately goes, yes, yeah. yes. Team. And I really, I really did think it was really good. And, like, you can see, like, her, her frustration and just, like, how stupid is this? How stupid is it that, like, you have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say that you want to be thin, but damn it, you better be th- blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, like I've watched, I, I don't know what this is like. I have my own body issues, but not, there's no like societal pressure or not nearly the societal pressure on me that there is on women to like be a certain way, to look a certain way. And so like, I've watched women like grapple with this. I don't know what it's like to feel this way, but I've watched it happen. And just like that little bite-sized piece that I've experienced is like, yeah, that point, that, that, uh, speech seemed very like on point and accurate. Mm -hmm. And so like, I don't know, I just, and, and all that aside, that's the first thing Mm -hmm. is I think it addressed femininity and equity and equality and everything really well. Then the second thing, it was just a really fun movie. Yeah. Like all that aside, it was just a fun movie. I think it told the plot really well. Will Ferrell was hilarious. Oh, he's like, he's like, watch your mouth. Executive number two. Yeah. Like like, hilarious. That's amazing. Very funny. Uh, I think I would like to give it a second watch because I feel like there was probably like some, uh, maybe subliminal messaging or like some imagery or whatever Mm -hmm. that I didn't quite catch Mm -hmm. the first time around. And I feel like that would be something that would have been done intentionally. So Mm -hmm. I want to go back and watch it a second time. But on first watch, I very much enjoyed it. I love the Barbie movie. That honorable mention for Top of the Pyramid. I love that. I have a different top, but I really enjoy the Barbie movie. I love that. I love that. Um, I'm going to do the intro and then we can jump into the actual content of this episode. You ready? Yes. Do you want to do the intro? Do you want me to do it? I'm still nervous. Okay, I'll do it. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Okay, great. Welcome back to the Pyramid, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. My name is Amanda, and I am your host every single freaking week. 
And I'm Eli, the co-host. Very nice. That was really good, I think. I think you really stuck the landing that time. Bam. <laughs> uh, disclaimer that if you can hear my cat. Well, she just she went just up went the stairs. Upstairs. She was crunching on her f- dinner heard, back there. She was yeah, crunching. To like a distracting level. Yeah, she's in the background. She's like the ticket taker at Chuck E. Cheese. She's like that eating, sound. It's like it's like a child open mouth eating Triscuits. <laughs> Yeah, that's, we've got into the habit now that I'm in this house where she, every, every morning, she will hop up on the vanity in my bathroom and sit in the second sink or like sit near it and look at me and I'll turn the faucet on a little bit and she drinks out of the faucet. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, I was sweet. hoping she was just going to like lay in the sink because some cats no, like she, that. No, uh, some cats do. She won't do that, but she will sit there and demand that I turn the faucet on. She'll scream at me until I do it. So. Incredible. Love every, that. That's every morning. Um... Okay, I do want to talk about a couple of things. The first is where the fuck we have been the last, uh, let's see, we didn't put out an episode like last week. Yeah. yeah, we've been out for almost two weeks. And I thought about how I wanted to talk about this a lot, and I didn't really come to a decision. So I'm going to say this. Um, I was in a situation last week or two weeks ago that put my safety at risk and that's kind of all I want to say about it I don't really want to you got it (laughs) I don't really want to talk about it um anyway that's thing number one thing number two I also wasn't super enthused on coming back to the pod after this little like hiccup because um I a few weeks ago on the podcast talked mad shit about a coworker. the the coworker that i shit talked to in retrospect an un, unnecessary degree um <laughs> called me out for what i said i don't stand by the way i said it yeah i forget i'd say this all the time and this is not an excuse but I forget that people listen to this. Because in my head, this is like a fun hobby that I have. Yeah, you and I are just talking to a microphone. Right. And like, I forget that other people listen. He called me out and I was like, that was kind of a lot. Like, it, I mean, I grow boss a bit too close to the sun. Um, and so I cut out the part of the episode where I talk mad shit about him. I fully cut that out. Um, and then I took the YouTube video down because I didn't want there to be internet proof of me saying really, really unnecessary things about this human being. Yeah, speaking of YouTube videos, I noticed we're oh not God. recording this. I know. it's be- Okay, it doesn't matter. I That's- can I can give a million excuses and people are going to roll their eyes and be like, fuck off, no one cares. Uh, we are getting a camera. Once we have a camera, there will be a steady upload. It's really a shame. It, because- we were doing it off of my, my iPhone. And my iPhone was like, we're not doing two hour like f- files on a phone and then airdropping them to your laptop, you stupid bitch. So once we have a camera, it'll be fine, but yeah, we don't have a camera. It, it's really a shame because this was the episode that I've chosen. Oh, God. Uh, we've been recording for like 15 minutes now. <laughs> I've been twerking this entire time. <laughs> and now, Well, earlier you came in in your slutty little tank top and then you put a t-shirt on and I was like, oh, he thinks he's being recorded. He's trying to be modest. <laughs> I literally, yes. I changed. <laughs> I knew it. I changed I knew it. out of a tank top. I just came from the gym <laughs> and I changed out of my tank top because I was like, well, I can't give the goods away this easily. Not you know for free. I mean? No, not for free. You know what free. I mean? <laughs> um, can I tell you a funny story? Please. So, dear listener, I work at a food bank and one of my employees uh, had an issue and called out this past Friday. So I had to run volunteer shifts. We have group of groups of volunteers that come in and I ran the shifts for them, which I'm of course happy to do as mm-hmm. a supervisor. Um, the groups were great. Love. Um, 
they they did really well. They packed up a lot of food. The second group, though, was a group of I think freshman girls. Okay. High school. Uh, high school. So they're okay. all like you know fourteen or however old kids are. Um, yeah, fourteen. And there's like ten or eleven of them, and they're doing great. They're asking a lot of questions, making sure they're doing everything mm-hmm. right. And they're like sorting food that's rescued from grocery stores and they're, you know, inspecting it and sorting it. And they get to the, I I walk out of the room for, I don't know, two minutes. I come back in and like five of them are circled around one of the boxes of food. Like they come in big banana boxes and these girls are circled around it, like looking behind them, checking like this, like looking Uh behind them, looking at the box, looking at me, looking at the box. And then they all start like giggling. And finally one of them speaks up and goes, Hey, um, what are we supposed to do with this oh, in, no. in the box right now? What do you think they found? Box of condoms. That's exactly what they found. <laughs> that is exactly what they found. That is amazing. And, and I walk over. I, they're in a tight little circle around it. I kind of lean over them and look like, into oh, the box. I, I chuckle and say, you guys can just throw that one out. <laughs> just, just toss it. Yeah, it, it was. It wasn't even a box. It was one single condom. Oh, weird. Which I have questions. I have questions and a little bit of judgment for that whole situation. That's yeah, so funny. Yeah, and uh, so they they giggled a lot, but overall it was a great shift. But I thought that was very that funny. That is amazing. The only thing that would have been more disruptive, and they handled it really well, would have been. Like a group of 13, 14 year old boys finding a box of tampons. Oh, they would have shut down. They would have lost, lost their mind. They, yeah, they would have been like Air 404. They yeah. would have just like completely shut down. Like throwing them everywhere. Oh, yeah. It, there would have been no Jumping coming back like from monkeys. the edge. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but, but in all seriousness, <laughs> I. I regret the way that I said it. Sure. I should not have put him on blast like that. You I went hard. I did. And I forget. I like we now because you're now a co-host. We like have a platform. And I forget that. I forget that like we have hundreds of people who listen to this every week. That's so wild. Maybe I are we re, we uh, reached past 600 subscribers this What? Today, yeah. Y'all. So shouts out. People have maybe I should us in their dating profiles. Maybe and... I should stop being such a I am a, what Ethan Klein um, on the internet what he refers to as a recovering hater ass bitch. <laughs> That's me. I That's am exactly right. my name is Amanda. I am a recovering hater ass bitch. Hi Amanda. Thank you. And the real real about it is that if I felt that passionately about it, I should have just said it to him. There was no need for me to bring it up on the... If I really am, like, a girl boss, feminist, <sighs> liberal person, I would, like, call him out when he says shit like that. And I sometimes sure. I do, but, like, I really didn't need to go that hard. <laughs> so I cut it out so that there is no proof that I ever said that nah. other than my own admission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Are we finally? Let's actually. You were talk, talking about now the pyramid. That we're Thirty minutes in or whatever. We're only seventeen. Oh wow! So right watch your ass. Seventeen minutes of total bullshit. Total Love bullshit. It. It's great. Um. Okay. And some of it I'm going to cut out. So it's not even 17 minutes in real life. Um, You want to talk about your pyramid? I would love nothing more. Would you like me to start at the bottom or the top? That was such a moist burp. Yeah. I'm so sorry about that. What? Um, I want... What, at when the we, top. When have we ever started at the top of the pyramid, you know, psycho? Abby Lee Miller top. set the blueprint. Yeah, we no. talk about the things that we don't like first. Um, yeah. We talk about the Nias of our life. Damn. Just hashtag justice for Nia. Hashtag, yeah, no kidding. We should get that T-shirt made. If we ever, justice we should, for at Nia. some point, if we get to if a we thousand, ever get to do merch, if we get to a thousand subscribers, we yeah. should consider like a T-shirt. I think the 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 I have had like that like daydream about shit that I that we would put out. Um, 
and I'm not going to get into it because someone's going to steal my creative idea. But sure. I've been thinking about merch for sure. If we get a big enough audience, I think that in your next review or email oh, hello, or phone mess phone message voicemail, come on, Grandpa. I yeah, I know. Uh, you should suggest an idea for like merch. What would you like, like what to would see? You put on what a would you cop? You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Anyway, bottom uh, of the pyramid. Son. Bottom of the pyramid. Uh, bad relationships. Now. I, dear listener, I have not been in a real relationship for a while, but I see not people in my immediate circle because my friends have chosen well. Um, but like ex, like outside of my immediate circle, I know some people, um, or I see like on my social media or whatever that like it is very clear that like you're not in a good relationship, mm-hmm. and it stresses me out a lot. And as someone <laughs> yeah. who has been in some bad relationships. Uh, partially through my own, through the fault of my own. Um, as someone who's been in those, it's so hard to see while you're in it. Oh man. It's so hard to see Dude. like the, the crap that you're in and it's, it's difficult to get out of them uh-huh. because you like feel this sense of like commitment or like, uh, maybe like guilt, like, oh, maybe this yeah. is my fault. Or maybe I need to stick this out. Like, yeah. Good relationships take a ton of work. Yeah. And it's good that we're working for it and it's noble to try. Like, well, sometimes it's just not going to work. Actually, yeah. most of the time, it's, it's just not, not going to work. work. And, and that's, that's okay. okay. God damn. Whoa. That was dope. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, dear listener, if you're in a relationship and you're, like, really not, like, feeling it, it's not noble to stay in that. You have one Tea. life to, depending upon your belief system, you have one life to live. You're in this one. Why, yeah, yeah. why would you waste it in an unhappy relationship? In a relationship Tea. that's not giving you everything that you need, that you yeah. deserve. And I see so many people that are in those, and it's not my place to tell them right. that they're in them. True. But I've. it is so clear to me that they are in them. Yeah. And it's a bummer. If you're a, specifically if you're a woman who's in a, a relationship that yep. makes you really unhappy, Brittany Broski, the love of my life, my BFF, my oh, parasocial so relationship. Funny. She is so funny. She has uh, an episode of her podcast, The Broski Report, that's called Chernobyl and Wattpad Lore. And um, <laughs> you, you, I made you watch this with me a couple weeks ago. I don't remember uh, the title. Weekend. Well, that's what it's called. And okay. she, there's a, seg- a segment in there where she talks about her boyfriend in college. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she has this great, like, tirade of if you're a woman, you know, she says all these great things about it. So if you're in that space and you need a pep talk from your internet bestie mm-hmm. and this is not sufficing that need, Brittany Broski, she literally, like, lays it out. It's yeah. incredible. Oh, I'm, I'm now remembering that, and I wonder if that in my subconscious is what spurred this. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but, Yeah. Brittany yeah. Broski is fucking right, dude. I love her. I love her so much. She's very funny. Totally fucking unhinged. You told me when I made you watch some of her videos with me, you told me that she and I are not allowed to be in the same room together. That's true. Because it's like, too much power. It would be like having all the infinity stones in one place. We cannot God, allow I wish. This to if happen. I ever met her, I think I would like shit my pants. Like, I would not be able to control. And she would do it out of solidarity. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, my we're God. shitting our pants now? Deal. Heard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love her. Um, the bottom of my pyramid, I, I'm getting the itch. I'm getting the urge. To cut your hair? Dude. Dude. I knew it. I dude. knew it. It's so bad. <laughs> it's like Why? so Why? You have great bad. hair. I know. <laughs> I want to cut it all off. Not all of it. I want to cut, I want to cut my hair because it's been, the last time I got a haircut was in March, April of this year. It's currently November. Wow. So I like need a haircut just like, first of all, for like 
health and wellness for your hair. But I historically up until like this year, I guess this is the longest my hair has been in a long time. My hair usually stays like, and it's, I have naturally curly hair. And so right now it looks a lot shorter than what it really is. Um, it, it deals with something that I'm sure that you're very familiar with this concept of shrinkage. <sighs> That's, uh, you know, you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I was in the pool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my hair normally I'll cut it <laughs> up and up to my shoulders or up to my, uh, a little bit above my shoulders and just keep it short because I used my curl pattern was not as healthy as it is now. And so it was just like frizzy and I was always straightening it or curling it with a curling iron or something. For sure. But now that I like am in a stable, relatively stable place in my life for a long period of time, my curl pattern has come back because I tell the story all the time. When I was in college, I was in an abusive relationship and I started losing hair and what I lost came back gray and like straight. And my curl pattern was like gone because my body was like freaking the fuck out about like, you know, being in survival mode and your curl, your curl pattern's not really on the top of your list when your body thinks you could die at any moment. So from stress. So you're saying you are not a curl boss. Let's just, no, <laughs> let's just let that one chill. Also, did you hear the car outside honk? <laughs> there was someone outside just went. It's like absolutely <laughs> naughty. Like you're under arrest. No, okay, yeah, they're here for you. Actually, that's actually your Uber outside <laughs> to take you home. Um, no, I was not a curl boss when I was in an abusive relationship, Eli. <laughs> oh, <damn>. You sicko! <laughs> I was really proud of that one. I just need you to can. I'll let you have that okay, one. Thank you. Um, and I, so I, it was like wavy and like not great. But now that it's curly, I'm like, oh, I love this journey for me. But the pattern of, like, wanting to cut my hair up every, like, three or four months. Yeah, it rears its head. It's not gone. And I really want to cut my hair. And I put a poll out on my Instagram, on my close friends, on my personal Instagram. And I was like, gang, what are we doing? Are we cutting it or are we keeping it straight? And only two people said to cut it. Everybody else on my close friends said to keep it long. I think I also said keep it long. You did. Oh, my God. Damn it! I wanted people to tell me you're overdue for a haircut, you raggedy bitch, and none of them did. And everybody was like, "Keep it long," and I was like, "I don't want to. I want to cut all my hair off right now. Uh, I want to cut my hair so bad, and I'm not going to when I really want to." That's fair. Dude, when I was teaching, I I've lost a little, like I'm I've thinned a little bit on the top, like kind of right. That here, happens especially. in your early 40s, bro. Shut the. Fuck. <laughs> You got a dumb softball in. It's every I episode. got a dumb good joke in. Every episode. You know, you, and just, you walk into it every time. Well, every time. My poor vision <laughs> and my cataracts. <laughs> I can't help but walk into they it. They do say the mind is the first thing to go, so it would make sense that in your sunset years you don't see it coming. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry, continue. But my, my hair, when I, in my, like, like I taught for a long time and, in my last year that I was really, te- I was teaching full time at a charter school, and mm-hmm. I do my hair like thinned significantly. Yeah, it's it real. It has started trying to fill back in, but mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 33 now. The damage is done. I mean, yeah. And with dudes, it's it's a lot different. And I have really thick hair. I've like, oh my god, but f- before puberty, it was like a rat's nest trying to like comb and brush my hair. It was crazy. I used to have a lot of hair too. And like, my sister has a lot of hair. Like, it that's just like how it is. But like. 
I want to cut my hair so bad. I want to cut my hair off all the time. And every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, what if I cut off all my hair today after work? I just go home and I cut it all off. Bro, what you should do. I'm not going do to. Do like the punk rock where you only shave just like one complete The Demi Lovato. Just, yeah. yeah. I've seen that haircut on some women is so dope. I'm afraid my head's a weird shape. Actually, I shaved off all my hair in college. So I know my head's not a weird shape. But yeah, wait, do you... I just want to cut it off. That's the bottom of my pyramid. I'm not going to Mac the bisexual pagan painter at work. Um, I'm just putting everybody, everybody on um, blast at well, my work. Out. That is a shout out. That's a good one. She told me that we're not cutting our hair until at least January. All right. So I have to make it through the rest of the year without cutting my hair off. Middle this. of the pyramid. I have to burp so bad. Middle of the pyramid for me is drinking. Um, Speak on it. Like alcohol. Not just liquids. Uh <laughs> But drinking, like, it is so much fun to, like, I, I carry a decent bit of stress with me, but when I drink, just at all times. it just melts away. Oh, yikes. I, man, That's no, not you, a good thing. No, you know. I do know. That that doesn't mean I, like, lose control of myself. No, uh-uh. I'm very much Nar. under control when I drink, but it just loosens the screws just, just enough, enough. To where, mm-hmm. like, I'm willing to dance at a wedding, for example. Yeah. Um, it's it's just that, like, little bit. Um, it takes the edge off. Yeah, it takes the edge off. However, the downside of drinking are, like, hangovers that are absolutely debilitating. Word. Um, so I was at a wedding recently. Well, I was at a couple of weddings recently, but more recently, and we'll get to the top of the pyramid in a second, but the more recent one was uh, outside of Chattanooga and um, – my brother, my middle brother, who had just went to Atlanta with me, but we made a pact before the wedding. Like he grabbed me by the shoulder before the wedding and mm-hmm. says, "And I quote, Eli, are we getting fucking tanked tonight?" <laughs> to which I said, "Hell of course yeah, we are. brother! Yeah, of course we are." <laughs> Duh. And we proceeded to get fucking tanked at the. They had a, they had a bar <laughs> at the wedding. Tanked. We drank all of the tequila. Nice. We drank all of one of the types of bourbon that was there. Nice. We drank all of the white wine. Do you mean? Like you had, like what do you when you say the bar of, ran out of those three items? Okay, heard. And we wow. we didn't do that ourselves, but we contributed heavily. <laughs> sure. Um, you also can drink a lot. Yes, Sam. You can hold your alcohol pretty well. Sam drank the same amount, but did not deal with it as well. The next <laughs> morning, we woke up. He was inhuman. He was a oh, zombie. He could not him. function. We drove his car. He drove his oh. car down there. I drove it back. And he was in the passenger seat just like groaning. Oh, poor thing. For like two and a half straight Been there, hours. brother. Yeah, Been there, he brother. Was going through it. And so like <laughs> that night, that night we met uh, a bunch of people, but one of the would-be bridesmaids, there was no wedding party, but she would have been a bridesmaid. Her name's Lauren. Shout out, Lauren, if you're listening. But uh, we met her and she like didn't at first believe that we were brothers and so we made yeah. her turn around and we were like, okay, we might not look the same. Sam has a shaved head. Yeah. I have hair. Our beards look a little different. You blah, don't, blah. yeah, you you and your <clears throat> brothers more look like cousins, in my opinion, sure. than you look like brothers. But we made her turn around and uh-huh. while her back was turned, I was like, Sam, 
she needs to hear our voices yes. next to each other. Yep. And so I was, and so in my drunkenness, she's turned around. I was like, Sam, say rubber baby buggy bumpers. And he goes, why the fuck would I say that? <laughs> like, okay, why would you pick a tongue twister when we've been drinking all night? <laughs> and so we went back and forth saying rubber baby buggy bumpers a couple uh-huh. of times. And she was like, I mean, I guess I hear it. And we got so frustrated. Like, no, You're we like, are actually saying I swear all of brothers. Yeah. You have to believe us. So anyway, drinking know yeah. the parent because like it's an elite level of fun when you like do it correctly Dude. but sam was just like dead to the world I, all I, day saturday i know other people have us i know i have never had a unique experience ever so i know that i like this is not special i when i drink i don't feel it for a long time and I'm like, damn, I'm like, I must like have like eaten like a fuck ton of bread or like I had too much water or like whatever. And I'm like, I'm not feeling everybody else. This happens every time. And I always think it's different and it never is. Everybody else in the room is like the slow build kind of thing, getting like toastier and toastier. And the people are like, oh, okay, like, let me just like chill for a second. I don't get like that. I am very, very sober until like I have like one extra sip and then I'm like I can't drive like (laughs) there is no slow burn for me it's just it's so frustrating to me I wish it was a slower burn but I don't feel the buildup I just feel the high and I don't like it I want to be like oh I've had like enough maybe I should like pump the brakes no (laughs) no I'm either stone cold sober I'm three sheets to the wind there is no in between just off a cliff yeah pretty much it's very frustrating I yeah I Again, I I like I don't drink very often, but when I do, like I've you know I've been around a while, uh, I've gotten pretty good at it, and uh-huh. and you know this that like when I drink, I be just become like happy and yeah. snuggly, yes. and friendly and everything. Um, and with me, it really is a slow burn. I can kind of feel like, oh, I'm feeling like giving somebody a hug right now, or nope. I just want to be on a couch. Must and, be nice. Yeah, yeah. So I cannot relate to your I have- plight. I have the, this is my, one of my favorite stories ever about my friend Bradley, uh, bestie of the podcast, Bradley, who's been on a few Shout times. Out Bradley. We went to a party one time where it was like a potluck that like then turned into like kind of a party, like the lunch dinner situation. This was a uh, last summer, I think. Yeah, this was last summer. And the guy who's hosting the party made a bunch of pitchers of sangria and it's like huge pitcher. And he's like, you know, going around refilling race cups. Oh, do you want sangria, sangria, whatever. And I have some, and I'm like, this is really sweet. It's really good. I cannot taste the wine in this at all or whatever it was. I can't taste anything in this. So I have like, I don't know, like two or three, like, you know, regular cups. Yeah. And I'm like, and then I get to the point where like, I always know that I'm getting drunk because my nose will start to feel tingly and numb and kind of itchy. And then like the mask of my face kind of starts to feel like a little detached. And I go like this a lot, like rub my nose a lot because I can't really feel my nose. (laughs) And that started happening. I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, wait, I'm just drinking sangria. What's going on? So I look at Bradley, who's also been like pounding the sangria. He's like leaning up against our friend Tyler's refrigerator. And I look at him and I go, are you feeling the sangria? Cause I'm like, this is like kind of like, I'm kind of feeling the sangria. And he goes, he looks at me, his eyes are like half closed. And he goes, why do you think I'm leaning up against the refrigerator? (laughs) (laughs) And I brought that up to him recently. And he was like, who gets fucked up on sangria at a potluck? And I was like, you and me, idiot. White suburban moms. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He was like, I cannot believe we did. You know, whatever, That's whatever. Hilarious. Why do you think I'm leaning against the refrigerator? <laughs> it was great. The middle of my pyramid is like mental health growth, the mental health journey, 
I have come to a lot of realizations now and I'm glad I'm here and I'm glad I've had these realizations. I do wish I had had them earlier (laughs) and I do wish I didn't have to go through so much shit to get to being here. That's the tough thing about However, knowledge. It's like, yeah. why didn't I have this earlier? It's like frustrating. Right. Or why couldn't I have just learned this life lesson when someone just said it to me? Why yep. did I have to go to the pits of hell and stare Satan in the eye and then flip him off to learn the lesson myself? Why couldn't I have just been like, oh, in theory, I should feel like that yeah. and then just do it. Why did I have to do, why did I have to play myself so fucking hard? God damn. So yeah, it's, I'm glad that I have learned all these lessons. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I wish I could have learned them in a way that had nothing to do with my own personal experience. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could have just learned them. Could have Wouldn't just that known. Be nice. You just read about it in a just book. To, You're yeah. like, oh, I totally oh, get yeah, it. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Or when someone else went through what I went through, uh-huh. I could have been like, I'm not going to do that. Right. Nope. I think, oh, it'll be different for me. Parents do that all the time with mm. kids. Like, I, you know, I, I've seen it with my own parents. I've watched other parents do it. That, like, sometimes you just got to let the kid trip and fall yep. over something it's true and cry and then they'll learn not to do it like i can tell you so many times not to uh oh god not to like run with some like a bunch of plates in your hand oh well, sure eventually you're gonna run you're gonna break all the plates it's gonna scare yeah. you and make you sad and then you're not yeah. gonna do that again yeah you have so. to put your hand on the stove yep blah 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 yeah what's the top of your pyramid son the top of my pyramid so the previous episode the top of my pyramid was uh patrick and leah they had just had their wedding. Yes. Uh, the top of my pyramid this time are Scott and Olivia. Yay. They also, one week later, got, got married. married. Yeah, this is the wedding got, that got. Sam and I got fucking tanked at. <laughs> tanked. I've never um, heard that. That's amazing. Yeah. Getting yeah, tanked. we were we were out. <laughs> um, but Scott and Olivia got also, married. Also, it's free alcohol. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get lit. Of I don't course. know what to tell you. What do you want me to do? Not get lit no, that for was, free? That was very much their goal. Good. Uh, they... they did away with a lot of the formalities of what like it was it was still like a gorgeous ceremony mm-hmm. it was out like in on a cool uh fall evening uh outside of Chattanooga Tennessee and it was like in the gra- this grassy um like courtyard of this like museum that was there mm-hmm. and uh there was no wedding party so they like you know in terms of formalities they did away with that kind of thing like they just walked down the aisle uh, Olivia's golden retriever Nala came sprinting down and was Aww. just so stinking cute. They told each other how much they love each other. Simple and sweet. Uh, then we got drinks. We had some awesome food and then we danced for a couple hours. Uh, we shut down the wedding, walked across the street to this little dive bar that we also shut down. It was just a great night. I met some really great people again. Shout out to Lauren. You're a real one. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just like it was such a fantastic time. Scott and Olivia are—they're not as like like uh, Patrick and Leah wanted to have a very formal, gorgeous, traditional-ish wedding. Yeah, Scott and Olivia didn't want any of that. Like, yeah, we're gonna get married. We're gonna get fucking drunk, and we're gonna yeah. dance a bunch. Yeah, That's and fun. so like both of those absolutely. This was between their, like a party and a ceremony, right? It was it, both of those types of weddings have yeah. their place, and it was just so perfect for each of those Love. couples. Yeah. Um. And I, at one point, you know, several of my best friends, um, several of whom I've given like wedding speeches for, like mm-hmm. I was Grant's best man. I gave a speech for Chris, uh, for Patrick and Leah. I was Patrick's best man. I spoke at Scott's wedding. And so like a bunch of my like just closest friends are there. Mm-hmm. And I had the opportunity, which it's such a rare thing that that happens, but I like went around and just told them all like how much I love them, how much they meant to me. And so like, <laughs> this was like the culmination of like 
basically all my best friends getting yeah. married. And it was just such like a, like a perfect, I don't know. It was just so perfect that all of them were there for it. Right. And I got to tell all of them how much they meant to me. Aww. I was just, I felt very like fulfilled. Yeah. Uh, and everything. So thing. yeah. Shout out to Scott and Olivia. Shout out to actual real love. <laughs> yeah. Love that for them. Yeah. Um, my top of the pyramid is um, Mr. Eli Favo. No, shut the fuck up. No. Cut it. Where's the pause no. button? Don't touch anything. Where's the pause You button? don't even know how to do anything anyway. I... You fucking idiot. I... <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're back. We're back. My top of the pyramid this week is Eli because during the time that I thought my safety was in danger, Eli was like, no, it's not. And that made me feel really good. And, and Eli and other people in my life who also checked in on me yeah, and were like, we heard this is going on. How can we be helpful? What can we do? That kind of shit. I also got an email. We got an email from the OG stan of this podcast, Liliana, bestie Liliana. Yeah. She emailed me this afternoon and said, hi, Amanda. I do not mean to pry, but I can't help but notice that episodes have not been uploaded for the past couple of weeks from the podcast. I've gathered that there's quite a bit happening in your world. I'm sending thoughts and prayers that all is well. Take care, Liliana. Liliana is such an Liliana is a a real, she was the first person to ever email me ever. She's a real one. Like an O G. Yeah. An OG. So, yeah, just the feeling of being in a moment of crisis and knowing that I can reach out and knowing that I'll be, like, protected and understood and seen and cared for. And by people in my real life is very special. And I also thought, like, I don't know if anybody even listens to this podcast anymore. You know, blah, 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 blah. I got in trouble at work for this shit that I do on the Internet. Maybe I should stop, whatever. I was like, no, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep going because I like doing this. I love doing this. It is such a fun hobby. It's very creative, uh, you know, creatively fulfilling for me. And then I was at the climbing gym before we started today and I looked at my phone while I had chalk all over my hands. And I got the little email from Liliana and I was like, That's Okay, so I can awesome. I can ha- I think I have one more week left in me at least. <laughs> Hell yeah, Liliana. Well, you better have nice. two weeks because we're also recording one tomorrow. We're also <laughs> recording next week's episode tomorrow. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have at least two more in me. Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of the episode, are you ready to talk about episode, let's see, season three, episode five? Oh, I am. you probably don't know this be, just because we're on different corners of the internet, but there is a Dance Moms reunion that is being filmed. Right now? That was filmed last weekend oh, with shit. like all the girls as adults. I don't know if the moms were there or I not. Say, I couldn't Abby tell. Lee Miller there? I don't know. Whoa. I, from just like piecing together what I could piece together, I can't tell. But when that comes out, what no matter where we are in the season, we will stop and that will be the next week's episode. Jeez, is the dude. is the reunion. So that'll oh, be fun. Man, that'll be so wild. But this week we're talking about episode or season three, episode five, Revenge of the Replacements. Yes, sir. So previously on Dance Moms, we get uh, again all of this has been like the what, the third, <laughs> fourth week we're talking about this. Kelly leaves the moms protest. Abby replaces them. We know this. We've talked about this ad nauseum for the last like three weeks. They left, they were replaced and they came back and nothing systemically was changed. I really wish that when they were like last time on dance moms, there was a lot of screaming and now here's the episode yeah, coming up on dance moms. Off. There's more screaming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last time streaming coming up screaming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're in Pennsylvania this week. There's some some goon named Devin calls the studio and and reports that sh- the number Sugar and Spice that was Maddie and Kendall's duet from last week received the wrong score and they should have gotten second and not first. I said, "Oh, Steve Harvey with the Miss USA 
you better watch your back because they're coming for your gig, girl. Bro, like, that, that dog. happened to my, like, the band I've been teaching at. That happened to them at a competition <sighs> when they got home with the first place. Oh, uh, no. Like, first place in percussion, which I didn't think they deserved, to be honest with like, they <laughs> You were like, they were there's something the suspicious percuss- happening Yeah, here. it turns out they, they had actually gotten second, which is still very good. Right. Um, but. But they got the wrong trophy, and. Yikes. I was like, we need to never tell the kids this. No, uh-uh. they are so take that to your grave. Now. Yeah, never tell the children ever. Well, Abby does not do that. She immediately goes in and she rearranges the pyramid based on this information. Yep. The she leaves. The moms come in. The girls come in, and then Abby comes in again, and she goes, "Well, once again, I'm not very happy." And I was like, "She's just like me for real." I was yeah. like, "That's me at every every minor inconvenience of my life." Well, once again, I'm not very happy. I'm like heard, felt, yeah. Abby fully heard, like, fully felt. Yep. She like re- Abby like relishes in telling the kids like oh you aren't actually as good as you thought you were she's oh like, my god it's them. so it is she like legitimately embarrassing she yeah. says she tells them this like thing about the math not mathing and then she says that this last weekend went from a smashing success really to a letdown so we're we're going from the best weekend ever to everything was a failure and you just, let me down. Just because a duo placed one right. lower. Because like, of one thing, they went second and not first. It was all for nothing, basically. Ignoring all the other good things. Yeah, Gianna did something shitty, which is unlike her. When Abby first got the phone call, Gianna's sitting right there at the desk with yeah. her. And she goes, oh, Kendall had a rough week with like a smirk. Yeah, I, I didn't was just like, live. Oh, Gianna. Girl, on, that's girl. messy. Come on, girl. Yeah, what are you doing? Um, Abby asks Kendall in this moment in the lineup, she's like, Kendall, who did you replace last week? And she's like, Sophia. And so like, do you think that, you, that that was fair that you actually replaced her? And she just shrugs her shoulders and then she starts crying. Yeah. She's like, what do you want from me? Yeah. Abby? And Chloe comes up behind her and like, kind of like pats her on the shoulder and she goes, it's okay. As Kendall's just like sobbing, just yeah. standing there crying. And they, she like, Abby goes on this like tangent about how all the kids suck and whatever. I feel like at, at this moment, all of the girls have like fully tuned out. None of them are listening. They're all disassociating and they're looking at themselves in the mirror and they're just like not listening. Yeah, that seems to happen a lot. I, I wonder if it's just like, you know, obviously they haven't only been in the studio for like 30 seconds like we right. see on TV. Sure. I wonder if Abby's just been like ranting or they made her say the th- like actually go back and do that again. They like made her do they that. They like know time. it's TV. And the kids are just like, okay, whatever. whatever. Yeah, I was going to stand here like whatever. Yeah. Um, we get to the pyramid of children. The bottom of the pyramid, Kendall and Maddie. Of course. Of course, because of the Second duet. place, garbage. Yeah, ass. <laughs> um, Nia did an okay job. She's next on the bottom. She did an okay job, but her feet were bad. I don't know. So she's on the bottom, I guess. Actually, the. The only thing, at least that has like a hint of feedback. It's there's nothing. Oh, do you think it would have a hint of feedback? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go for that layup. Well, I was the one that said that it was up. an I, extra point. What I are you talking about? To, I don't make the joke on my own. That like, wasn't like a buzzer beater, like my jokes normally are. That was just sure. like a layup. That was a that was a warm well, up. I that was, was nothing. I can't set up and then you can't. Oh, oh, throw uh, yeah, an yeah, yeah, to yeah, myself. yeah. <laughs> Like I can. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not LeBron James. It's, just, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all I got. But I, I, you totally crushed that. Well done. Thank you. Um, in the middle of the pyramid, we have Paige. She was in the top five. Go Paige. Then we have Chloe. And then at the top is. Well, well Chloe was in the middle because her mom wasn't honest with her is what Abby said. <sighs> My 
God. What are we doing here? What are you, what is the point? What well, are we doing? Yeah, Chloe, I don't What happened care to the original danced. plot of the movie? I don't like your mom very much, so you're in the middle and Chloe's just She like, like looks at Christy and like flips with a bird and then keeps talking. Yeah, like, like that's basically what oh, we're doing. Fuck you, mom. <laughs> Literally, it's Ab- so... If she did that, Abby would just move her to the top. Yeah, like, she'd that's take exactly her little picture off and smack it on and put it on the top. Exactly what I want. You're the super top. Yeah, you're the best. You're my favorite. Um, at the top of the pyramid is Mackenzie. She slayed yeah, she the did. lemonade solo. Yep. Lemon slay. Big slay. Um, she, and because... <laughs> Oh, we're doing this now? Yes. I'm here for it. <laughs> because of the big sleigh, Mackenzie is back in the group routines again, which is very exciting. And she says, she's in her little interview, and she's like, I showed, I don't know what she says, she, I showed Miss Abby I can dance with the big girls, or blah, blah, she blah. She says, and I quote, she's like, I was the big winner. The pressure is on. So cute. Yeah, she's her. she's fully here for it. She's so sweet. Her big toothy smile. I know, her braces over her, like, four teeth. <laughs> yeah. So cute. Yeah. We're going to intensity dance in virginia which we go to intensity like all the time um the replacements kaylee and bella whose moms hated each other i thought question mark they were like beefing at one point but now they're besties and they're at another studio well they were besties before and then they beefed and now i think they're besties again i guess whatever um mckenzie's gonna be featured in the group routine allegedly this routine is going to be an acro wow that crack of the ank was nuts yeah that was i think i am gonna i think i picked that up in one of our mics that's crazy that's really yeah, crazy I, yeah uh, that shit was like kids. bubble wrap dog <laughs> that was wild take care of your joints <laughs> <laughs> um mckenzie's gonna be like a feature dancer this acrobatic routine abby says in this moment because christy won't uh, apparently won't shut up about it chloe's gonna start the routine with a standing back tuck Christy, her ass is on fire. She's like, that's so unsafe, Abby. That is not something Chloe can do. And she's like, really? You told me you stood at the desk and you told me that she could do this. And she's like, that was months ago. That was a long time ago. She's like, oh, well, then it should be better by now. Yeah. The problem is you cannot, if you're going to like focus on a skill in a very like nuanced art form like dance, like when there are so, where there are so many different styles and techniques and tricks and everything like that. It is very difficult, especially Chloe's what, like 11 or whatever she is, nine something. I don't know. She's a tiny little kid. Yeah. There are only so many things that you can like focus on. And then once you like get them, like you master them or whatever, it's, it's hard to like continue retaining that while learning new tricks and techniques and things. And so like, if she practiced the crap out of it a few months ago and got it and then stopped practicing it, it'll go away a little bit and that's a standing back tuck is basically a freaking backflip it's a literal backflip with no prep you're just standing there and you just hurl yourself backwards yeah which is crazy dangerous to do someone brings up the point that Paige like broke her foot or whatever she did uh, several episodes ago trying one it's like not exactly what happened Christy says to Abby like you made Paige do her standing back tuck and that's how she broke her foot and we get the flashback Abby asks Brooke to do it. Brooke does it. Paige says, can I do mine? And Abby says, no, there's cement under the floor. You're going to hurt yourself. Paige does it anyway. But in that moment, Abby asked another kid to do it. Like, that's not totally outside of the realm. But, you know, she could have asked Brooke to do it, and then Brooke could have gotten hurt. Like, it's not 
it's not technically what happened, but the principle, it's the principle of yeah. the thing, I think. Yep. And so because Abby's just had enough of Christy, because essentially because Chloe's mom stood up for her, Abby's just going to hold off on on doing a solo for Chloe. She's yeah. like, because your mom is acting this way, you were going to have a solo and now we're going to hold off, which we have no way of fact checking that to see if she really did have a solo in mind for Chloe. She true. could just be saying that we, she eventually will get one, but she could have just been saying that she could have been planning on giving Maddie that solo for all we know. We have no way of proving that, excuse me. We have no way of proving that that is true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Other than her being like, well, I was going to give you a solo and now I'm not. Yeah. Says who? That's it. Just, it's one of those Abby isms. I guess it's so yeah. annoying. I'll say that Christy's been pushing back against Abby a lot in the past couple episodes. She is like... Uh She's pissed. Since the Kelly thing, Christy is just like straight up over it. Yeah, for real. She's like being very antagonistic, which like honestly, Abby deserves that. But like Christy, like you got to play the game, girl. Yeah, she's she's flirting with certain disaster. Yeah. Um... I have that the the theme for the group dance this week is Arabian Nights, and I have in all caps. It, it, I have in my notes in all caps. Oh, for the love of Pete, we're doing this again. Yeah, I. God damn it! I and, just I can't. I can't yeah, it's all. like whatever. This week's the cultural appropriation is very much there. We don't get offensive outside of appropriation. I, yeah, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop, and it it's kind still of bad. It's, it's still, still bad. Yeah, it's still not a good move. It's still characterize or making a caricature out of people's lives. Yeah. yeah I don't know. It's I, all bad. I'm not going to make a delineation. Just kidding. I take that back. I would like to issue an informal apology, a notes app apology. Yeah. Never mind. It's all bad. <laughs> it's all racist. It's all bad. Yeah. Um, the moms are up in the Lido deck, and Christy asks the Squatch, like, did I do something wrong? With, with standing up for Chloe and Holly goes, no, I agree that like, I agree with your stance, but I think you fell into Abby's trap. Holly's like, I don't disagree with you, but I do think you're fucking stupid. Yeah. She's like, you're right with what you said, but the fact that you said it yeah. is exactly what she wanted. Yeah, exactly. You played right into her hand, girl. Yep. Um, and then Jill asks uh, Melissa if Maddie is going to be jealous of Mackenzie because like now Mackenzie has a solo or something. I don't know. Jesus. And Holly says that Melissa needs to find some of Christy's spunk and like stand up for her if she feels like, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. And Melissa's like, Melissa in her talking head says like Mackenzie or Maddie's not going to be mad about this because she knows she'll get another solo eventually. So she doesn't yeah. care. Well, and also Maddie just isn't like a jealous kid. She no. Is, she tends to be like very proud of Mackenzie. Yeah. Like, there's Sisters, are you kidding? Like, Like, no. Continues to try and turn children against each other, including siblings. Like, also, they're not even close to being the same age. Like, if they were both in high school, maybe there would be more competition between the two of them. But Mackenzie is still fully in single-digit age, and Maddie's double-digit age. So, like, the age gap is like, yeah, they're not in the same category. Like, no, there's no reason to be jealous there. Um, and then Melissa's like. Well, I'm going to go talk to Abby about it. And the mom's like, whip their heads around. They're like, really? And she's like, I'm going to go talk to her. And so she like toddles down the stairs. Abby is yelling. or Melissa goes in to talk to her. Abby starts yelling at her for not letting Maddie come in during this like protest, which again happened like four weeks ago at this point. It happened a long ass time ago. Let's see. We're on episode five. That happened episode two yeah so this is fully the third week that we've been spending on this like yeah get 
the fuck over it, dude. I'm sorry that they hurt your feelings so bad, but you've got to get over it, Abby. This is really fully very embarrassing at this point. Anytime, it's all embarrassing, but especially now. Well, I mean, yeah, basically everything Abby does is pretty embarrassing. <laughs> True. The, any opportunity that she has to like hold a grudge or to gain or keep leverage over someone. Oh, oh yeah. You bet your bottom dollar she's going to take it. So true. Yeah. Um, she like brings up that, um, Abby brings up that she only called like on the phone, Melissa during yep. that protest. She was like, I wouldn't have called any of these other people. I didn't call any of these other like parents, blah, 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 blah. And she says like, you wasted your kids like being special on Paige and Brooke and Holly's face when she hears that is like another golden Dr. Holly face moment where she's like, that's kind of insensitive. Like yeah. that was a little, what do you mean? It was a little of. much. Yeah. I was like, okay, Jeez. sure. Um, and so Maddie gets no solo and Melissa like storms out of the room. Um, Gianna, Abby goes back to the desk and Gianna asks her about the other solo. She's like, so what are you going to do? Like if Mackenzie has a solo and there's another open spot and Chloe's not getting it and Maddie's not getting it. Like, what are we going to do about it? And Maddie like is getting her shit, her like literal stuff together to leave. And she walks out of the den into the lobby and she sees the two of them talking about her mom she like freezes. She goes back into the den and she starts crying, of course. Yeah. And she's like, they're talking about you outside. And Melissa's like, come on, we got to go. We got to go. And so then there's a commercial break and they leave. I, you know, we've talked it's a lot so about sad. all of it is so sad. We talked a good bit about um, like all the trauma that these kids have gone, you know, like Maddie and, and or whomever else. You know more about this than I do. And I'm sure some listener out there knows more than both of us. But like the current like state of these kids. Oh how, yeah. Like, much therapy they've gone through. And, I'm hoping and, that the reunion that they just filmed, like touch like touches on that. I'm, I need to know very confident. Are y'all it, seeing somebody? <laughs> because you should will. be. Um, yeah, I just like all the, you know, I, I think everyone, I think a lot of people have gone through like some form of childhood trauma, but to have yours. So like publicly broadcast, Dude. I just cannot imagine. Yeah. No, it's, it's really sad. And it's like th- this oper- th- I'm sorry, this show had such an opportunity to be like fucking hilarious. Yeah. And they just like took it like to a crazy place. It's like sinister. Yeah. And I, I, I wish, and I, I'm sure that at some point there are going to be like funnier episodes and stuff. Sure. Um, I mean, but like, I maybe. I don't know <laughs> maybe, about all that. Uh, but like this, like it, it's really sad to see that kind of thing happen yeah you know i just it's so public and that sucks it it really sucks yeah we're two days out from the competition when we come back from commercial there's an extra acro class for the group because of the number of tricks that's happening that are happening in the number um christy is like kind of concerned because she's like acro's not really chloe's jam like it's a hard skill it's not really her thing Abby starts yelling at Chloe during rehearsal and she starts to cry, obviously. And Christy goes, I just need one free punch to Abby's face. Oh, yeah. I honestly like, get, felt. I'll buy a ticket. Give yeah, me, like, I want to see you that. You should be entitled to some sort of violent compensation for yes. your interactions with Abby Lee Miller. Yeah, that's the reunion I want to see. Is just <laughs> a boxing match. Get, yeah, give Christy and Abby boxing gloves. Just and one just free go. punch to Abby's face. Yeah, no, Christy would earn that shit too. Oh, absolutely. She's like, no, 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 I don't. I, don't I think. Honestly, down. at this point, I think in the healing process, Christy wouldn't do it. She'd be like, you're, I can't do this, whatever. But in that moment, it is very funny that she's like, I just, one, one free punch. Yeah, one no kidding. Um, and then, like, when asked, like, why she's crying, uh, 
Christy says, like, because Abby is awful to her. Yeah. One of the moms asks, like, oh, why, why is she why crying? Because Abby's crying? awful to her. Yeah. Like, T. plain and simple. That's it. Yeah. Um, Jill asks about the solos, and she's like, so, like blah, 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 blah. no one knows what's happening with the solos. Uh, Melissa says that Abby did not give Maddie a solo yesterday. And Chrissy, Chrissy's like, I'm glad that you guys stuck together, or that we all stuck together in the parking lot. I know that was really difficult for you, like, and I appreciate you, you know, standing with us in solidarity. We got an email a couple weeks ago that I keep forgetting to read from uh, best bestie of the podcast, Tony King. Tony is he the star? The from Coke. Star, Coke? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He sent us What's an up, email that the the subject title subject title su- the subject line or the title of the email uh, is the stand for Kelly against Abby. Oh. And I'm not kidding. This is how the email starts. Hi, Amanda and dipshit. I mean, Eli. (laughs) (laughs) Amanda and dipshit. I mean, Eli. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What's up, Tony? Shout out. Oh, my God. He says, I wanted to explain the stand that the moms made for Kelly against Abby. The show made it out to be that the stand was to get (laughs) Kelly back on the show and to get her back into the studio. Get it together, farmer. Dude, he really got me. He well really done, did. Tony. I'm not kidding. That is what it says in black and white on my computer screen. Um, the the let's see. The show made it out to me that the stand was to get Kelly back on the show and to get her back into the studio. But according to Christy and Kelly, when they talked about this event on their podcast, it's called Back to the Bar. Mm-hmm. Christy says that the stand was actually to negotiate the contracts between the moms and Lifetime to get paid more money. That's what Interesting. really. Ha- yeah, that's what really happened. At least according to Kelly and Christy. Um, also, also, side note, this is Tony's pyramid. Okay. Oh, yes. Here we go. The listener pyramid. The bottom of his pyramid is haters in general, specifically the haters that are giving us shit on the pod, because this is a hobby for you that you're having fun with. Hell yeah. T. The middle of his pyramid is is both Funko Pop collecting, because it's so fun to Ooh, collect, okay. yeah, yeah. and depending on which series you're collecting, but it's also financially draining, because some of them are really <laughs> expensive, Yeah, and work in general, because it's really cool to see how Coke products are produced and packaged, but I'm also waking up at 5 a.m. just to get ready for a 10-hour shift, which sucks. Brutal. Just like Eli. <laughs> Damn, what the fuck? It's in the email, I swear to God. Kick me while I'm down. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I did uh, have a, a, like, what was it? The bottom of my pyramid was a five-day work week. Like, why can't we have four? Tony, you and I are on board with that. Four-day work week. Let's make it happen. T. T. Me and you, Tony. The top of the pyramid is, oh, I'm going to say this name wrong, Jorge Rivera Harans, maybe, who is doing a musical based on the Odyssey, which is called Epic, which makes a lot of sense. Epic the Musical. Um. And the currently released songs from the soundtrack, specifically the song Full Speed Ahead, are just amazing. And uh, and you and the friends that you bring on the pod, because you guys always have so much fun together, and the podcast in general is such a breath of fresh hair, fresh air. From fresh Tony, hair. fresh hair. From Tony, friend of the pod, and the infamous Coke employee. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know Tony. what, Tony? Why don't you, I, I need to cash in on you working at Coke. I need the, the, the free, limitless Diet Coke hookup. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> To figure out how to get that shit from Atlanta straight to my house with nothing in, nothing standing in between me and the love of my life, Diet Coke. Oh anyway, and for in for real all seriousness, thank you for your email, Tony. No, but yeah, that's, that's awesome. what the T is, is that it's not about that makes the so kids, much more... it's about them fucking oh, up with lifetime. It also makes so much sense that they would not do something in the interest of the children. They would do it for <laughs> money. 
And it also makes the folding that happens way more explainable. Yes. Because they come inside and Abby's like, are you gonna are you gonna come back in? Are you gonna whatever? And they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's we want because money. they renegotiated and like twenty minutes ago, Lifetime was like, we'll pay you whatever. Will you just go back inside? All right. Like, okay, so sure. I talked a lot of shit about Jill in that episode and how well, she folded like a, like a house of cards. But if she was like, yeah, I want to get paid more, and she was like, yeah, I'll sign the thing so I can get paid more. Shout out to you, Jill. I mean, honestly. you got to get the bag the way you can get the bag. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? Whatever. I still very much judge them for being on the show in general, but like with the writer's strike going on or anything, solidarity yeah, for people that are striking whatever. to get more money. Absolutely. Whatever. Um, so Jill, oh yeah, oh, I already read all this, blah, 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 all the other moms. Oh yeah, so they're like, we're really glad that you stuck together, <laughs> stuck with us in the parking lot. That's how we should do the recap, just blah, blah, uh, Christy wants to punch screaming. Abby, blah, 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 <laughs> a lot of crying. All right, so anyway. So that's it for this week. <laughs> yeah, here's the song, it's a 38 second episode. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa is like finally seeing what the other kids like go through and is like allegedly maybe potentially regretting her decision to kind of stick with them. Um, during the group rehearsal, this is so weird. Mackenzie goes to do a cartwheel on Brooke's back and Brooke moves too soon as like part of the tricks for the dance. Brooke like moves too soon and Mackenzie's shoulder and arms kind of like buckle. Yeah. It looks like she got her shit rocked and I don't think she did. I think she's fine. She just like goes to get a drink of water and they keep it pushing. But it is a moment where like. I don't know. They make a way bigger deal out of way lesser things all the time. I'm like, that child just got tossed around like a rag doll. And yeah. she's like, <gasps> and they're like, get a drink of water. You're fine. And then all the other moms are like, yeah, now you know what our kids go through. It's like such a weird blip in the middle of like, it's just weird that this injury is like, oh, she's fine. Yeah. It's <laughs> she's just, good. Everything's it's just fine. like very stressed. The whole thing. I think we, you know, we talked about poor editing on the show, but like, it yeah. just, it's almost like it's meant to sow chaos in the viewer. Um, I would so when they're talking to Melissa as this is going on, Holly correctly points out that like a true friend would not be treating her or her kids like Holly's talking to Melissa. Oh, that Abby, about if Abby, Abby were she's a friend, like, yeah. About the like the the holdout or whatever we want to call it. She's like, you know, a true friend would not be doing this to you. She wouldn't be guilt tripping you. She wouldn't be talking smack. T. And then uh, this is when Melissa leaves, and apparently the other moms have told Christy that Melissa regrets staying with the moms. So like, dude, Doctor like, Holly with the heat. Yeah. Just, hey, oh by yeah, the way, and then Christy's like, also some rando told me that uh, Melissa's regretting her decision to stick with us. Yeah, for sure. And Christy says, like, uh, as this is going on, she says, "quote Sometimes it's more important to teach your daughter to do the right thing than, than to, to get, get a solo, solo and be on top, top of the pyramid." pyramid. T. Yeah. Yeah, we, big team. Yeah, I know about sometimes Chrissy. She might be under exaggerating for effect, but like, sure, yeah, it's more important to do that every time. Uh, yeah, but, absolutely. Come on. Yeah, Christy, Even in spite of all her rage, even uh, she knows. Yeah. yeah. Well, I almost just made a Smashing Pumpkins reference. You can, you can, if you want to. In spite of my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. Nice. I forget what song that is. I'm not a Smashing Pumpkins girly. That's okay. They're okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just know that song. That's but, fair. In spite of my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. I don't know the next words, but I like that line. <laughs> but there it is. Yeah. So there's that. Um, Abby dismisses all the girls except Chloe. And she's like, you know you don't deserve a solo because your mom sucks cheeks, right? Like, basically, that's what she says. And then Abby says that she's going to give her her solo back, but they only have one. And she's like, 
because I'm so benevolent and I'm the literal shit. I'm going to give you what you don't deserve, which is a solo. And also your mom sucks. Yeah. She's like, I want what's best for you as a dancer, implying kind of that her mom, her doesn't. mom doesn't, but I want what's best for you. It's like the rest of that sentence is, and your mom doesn't. Right. I am the only Just, thing that will give you what you want. Exactly. You forsake all others. Ooh, Very for Ten me, Commandments-y. It's, it is Thou giving, shalt not it's have giving any Old other Testament for sure. adults before me. Yeah, <laughs> gross. Um, and then they start, Chloe's solo rehearsal, it's scary and it's dark. Shocker, they right. always are for Chloe. I don't know, is Abby saying the word haunted or hunted? Haunted. Okay, I kept hearing hunted, but that could have just been me. Yeah, and Abby makes a point to say like uh, <laughs> that you should draw inspiration from, I don't know, your mother. She like heavily implies like yeah, that you're haunted by your course, mom. Of course, of course. Chrissy's like whatever. She got the solo work, I guess. Uh, yeah. We get this like B-roll footage in the transition between this and then the next thing, which is Abby having this conversation, this very uncomfortable conversation with Maddie. And in this B-roll transition, we see just like a, a split second of a girl, a younger girl with a bob haircut that I can only describe as what TikTok has been like. Uh, perpetuating a lot which is this idea of the fuck ass bob the fuck ass <laughs> bob every girl went through a fuck ass bob phase i had a fuck ass bob when i was in the, like third or fourth grade it was not good my hair was very frizzy so it did not lay the girl there is a girl just for a split second i'm like that is a fuck ass bob if i've ever seen one there's a guy that works in the warehouse named fuck ass bob actually really that yeah. would be amazing if you if you did have a warehouse guy named bob you need to call Calling fuck ass fuck Bob. Fuck ass Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't think we do, but I'll I'll keep my eyes. Fuck open. ass Bob. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Abby calls in Maddie to have a conversation in Studio C. Okay. Maddie in her interview in her talking head sounds like she either has a sinus infection from hell or she has been sobbing. She's very congested. Her eyes are very red. What's, what watery. are the odds? I'm like. I think they really scooped her up right after this conversation. They were like, talk about it right now. Yeah. Because she does, she seems unwell in, in this like talking head. And Abby's like, what's going on? She's like, why were you crying yesterday? And Maddie's like, well, I was crying yesterday because I was really sad that I didn't get a solo. Yeah, and she I just says, want to dance. Yeah. And she says, this place is like my home. And then Abby goes, uh-uh, no, we're not doing this. And uh, right when she says that, uh-huh. it is. Like the most dramatic music of all time of started so abruptly. <laughs> Out of I, it really caught me off. I started laughing. <laughs> like, like, it's supposed to be this really like intense moment, and this intense moment. And she's like, "I just want to dance. The dance studio is my home." And Abby's like, "No." Immediate. Like pump the brakes, lifetime shit. Um, and then Abby starts in with these like very upsetting phrases, like, yep. "I didn't deserve that." Why didn't you get out of the car? We love you. We were ready to work with you. Why didn't you get out of the car? And like... Sobbing. This is like some really intense emotional dysregulation happening here. Because like, okay, in... In most, uh, you know, emotionally charged situations, with most adults, adult to adult, you feel the feeling of, I am about to go past the tipping point of like, what's rational or what's acceptable or what's polite or whatever. And you feel that feeling of like, let me take a deep breath and let me not pop off. Or, or if I can't get myself to calm down, let's revisit this in a minute. I'm going to go like take a walk and I'm going to come back and we're going to try this again. 
you should especially feel that in situations with children because the child cannot handle a dysregulated emotion from an adult. Yeah. Oh, it's so jarring. They have no idea what to do. Anytime. I remember, I distinctly recall the first time I even like saw my dad cry. Yeah. And, and so like, children do not know what to do with that. Right. Well, I, the only thing I will say is here's a mini therapy session, but like I used to see my mom just like off yeah. the wall. It was so constant that it was normal to me. Sure. So I almost wonder, like it was very jarring with my dad, but because my mom was always, she was always like that. Insane. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like weird. Right. And so I wonder if Maddie, because she always sees Abby just like 100%, well, literally at 100, mm-hmm. um, I wonder if it was even that like weird for her. It was really, it was just like sad. Isn't like like the I felt uncomfortable. Yes, I felt like this feels like I don't know, like weird, bad. We've had had a couple of those moments between Abby and Maddie, like the way that she talks to and about Maddie. Yeah, it's it's just this weird, like it's creepy. It's like I think it's pretty safe to say it's also it's obsession yes abby's obsessed with this child and the child knows that there is some sort something quote-unquote special but doesn't know what to do and doesn't know how to handle an adult who's crying yeah yes and not only the adult who's crying but the adult who's telling the child i'm crying because of you yeah it's not like oh i saw miss abby have a bad day but she like collected herself and is fine and i saw her be a human this is not a humanizing moment this is a moment of like severe dysregulation in my unprofessional like opinion i'm not anybody i don't know anything but like i don't know fuck about shit i don't know fuck about shit but i am an educator and i do know the way that the i do know the inner machinations of the mind of a child and that child cannot handle that situation that they've been put in against their will absolutely the fuck not ridiculous that's that is embarrassing abby should feel in deep deep sense of embarrassment for a lot of shit that she's done specifically this that is embarrassing yeah this is i this was one of the like darker scenes ever because she takes her away from all the adults too yes she isolates her red flag yeah yeah. No me gusta. It's disgusting. And then we get a commercial. Dude, what if I like just started speaking Spanish out of nowhere? I, I just did the rest of the podcast in Spanish. I would probably have lots of problems because I can't speak Spanish. <laughs> I'd be like, well, you'd be like Buzz Lightyear. You know, I, uh, in the third Toy Story movie where he's like, in, he's speaking in Spanish. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And everyone's like, what do we do with him? He's in, he's in Spanish he's mode. Like, arriba, he's arriba, like, t- he's like dancing around Jesse. And she's like, what am I supposed to do with this? He's like, he's speaking Spanish. And no one knows what to do. That would be me. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, that intrusive thought just won. Let's get back to the episode. <laughs> we are one day out from the competition. We're seeing Mackenzie's solo rehearsal. The moms are doing some like Facebook recon in the Lido deck about oh, yeah. Studio Blue and the replacements. And Jill's like, well, they're probably going to be really cool and their costumes are going to be nice and their program is going to be really clean and they're going to be probably coming out to beat our butts, which I think is just a very funny phrase. Yes, indeed. Um, Yeah, with all their investigating, Melissa then tells the moms. Oh my God, Melissa, Melissa, (laughs) sit quietly, shut up and sit down. (laughs) You have been given the like... Best possible case scenario in this shit show. Sit 
quietly and yeah. she can't she can't help but run her damn mouth and she what she talks about what well she says she talks about abby's conversation with maddie and abby was disappointed but she said that like she and gianna love maddie and christy notes obviously Christy's like the fuck that's super different <laughs> from how abby has ever spoken to chloe She's about like, anything abby's literally ready to like rip chloe to pieces every five seconds yeah the exact same thing happened with both of these children the conversations could not be more different they're the exact opposite of each other yeah. it's insane to me um they're loading the bus we get to virginia we're in the green room abby's like Bella and Kaylee are here. Your replacements are here and you have to beat them and blah, blah, blah. She's like, keep your eyes off for them. Make sure you're better than them. She's, and then she goes down the list. Did you list all the, all the things that they're supposed to be? Uh, they're like stronger, smarter, fitter. So, you know, like harder, better, faster, stronger. Yeah. <laughs> well, she like, said, and then she tells weird. the kids quote, talent will prevail. I don't love that because Girl. like, shouldn't like hard work and effort and teamwork prevail. Like, Hey guys, <sighs> You guys are great, and I know that you're going to work hard, mm-hmm. and that's what's going to take you to the top. She's like, no, you're just, you have to just be better. Like, okay, <laughs> great. So annoying. And also, talent's not something you teach, right? Right. Talent and skill are talent's two different things. Talent, talent is something, something you have. have. Skill is something you learn. learn. So you saying to you and I are like on the same wavelength tonight, brother. Locked I, the fuck in. T. So true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a, for her to say that talent will prevail is not a flex on herself. What she's saying right. is like, well, you'll win because of something that's completely out of my it's hands. Up, it's up to you. Yeah. you'll Either you'll do it or you won't, but your talent has nothing to do with me because it's not skill, it's talent. But she's not yep. thinking like that. She's talking out of her ass. No. Yeah, she just says words. She just says words, yeah. Um, Abby is talking to Mackenzie. She's giving her whatever the terrifying scary version of a pep talk is (laughs) (laughs) and abby says in her talking head she's like mckinsey looks scared to death and then it cuts to her telling her that the pressure is on and she's not serious enough and she fucking sucks and like all this shit it is it is so insane she says you go (laughs) yeah she says uh to mckenzie this seven-year-old or however old she is she's like getting to the top is one thing staying there is another period (laughs) and it's it you know it's it's Actually, I like that she's been giving Mackenzie more attention recently. Like, sure. every kid deserves to be, like, highlighted at some point. Whatever. Uh, but she is, like, attempting to set Mackenzie up to fail. And like you said, Mackenzie looks terrified. She looks so scared. Terrified. It's wild. Um, she goes out, and, like, when she sits on the stage to start, she looks like she's about to get shot. You can see it in her face. Like, it is terrifying. Um, and as like, soon as she starts, you can tell she's panicked. You can tell she doesn't have faith in herself. I felt like I was going to throw up watching her, like watching her do this. I was like, any moment she's going to forget or she's going to fall. And she does. She just for like a split second forgets her yeah, number. Like she freezes deer in the headlights, literally froze. And then she keeps going. So Champion. it's like fine, I guess. Yeah. She flubs, but she keeps going. She ends up facing the wrong way because she adds an extra trick because she gets done early. But, like, whatever. Which she still walks off, she's fine. It's still good improv that to, like, know sure. I'm early in the music. Let I'm going to do, do something else. one more thing. Like, I've already done two of these, like, little, like, standing cartwheel flip yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just going to add another one, and then I'll finish with the and music. It's so, whatever. Like, there is some maturity in that. I, I think mean, so. If you're going to forget your dance, still be able to, like, hide it well. Yeah. I think performer. so. Yeah. Um, and then, so all the moms get back to the green room and Jill is like, how did you feel about that? And Melissa says, well, what can you do? She's not Maddie. And then 
okay. I'm like, so you had me and then you the, lost the me. The comparison, yeah, like the always being compared to Maddie is so Dude, uh, not okay. Uh, and then we, like one of my episodes a long time ago, Maddie forgot her dance. Oh, and yeah. was like panicking. So oh, like yeah. Melissa, what is this memory, memory loss you're experiencing? Maddie has also forgotten a dance before. True. I, I, it's so annoying. Mackenzie so has annoying. been incredible. Don't dog her because she made a mistake once. And like, I don't know. She just won a, a, like she got first place in her class at like the last competition. Yeah. Where's it's that, also, Melissa? It's also frustrating because like we we know Maddie and Mackenzie now as adults, they are so different, and like from I wonder each from each other from or each from, other. From, okay. And I wonder like my sister and I, the me and Neely could not be more different if, if there was an intentional effort behind it. My sister is an attorney. My sister is very, very smart. She's, I love to well, tell people this. you're also very smart. True. But my sister never paid for a day of education in her life. In the States, people who listen who aren't in the States, you have to pay for college. My sister. It's a great system. It's, it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. It gives people cri- hundreds of thousands of dollars of crippling debt that they'll never get out of. It's great. I yeah. love being in the States. Um, <laughs> Neely went to undergrad and law school for free on scholarships. That's dope. She never paid so both of her degrees. Three she has three degrees. None of them were paid for by Would you herself. Call them her degrees. That wasn't as good. <sighs> I'm just trying to keep up here. Oh, you got a lot of work to do, I'm buddy. Trying to keep my head above water. Yikes. You're going to be doggy paddling for we a can, little bit. We can cut that from the episode, right? No, I'm going to keep it in. <laughs> Anytime I get to slam dunk on you, I'm sure as shit keeping that in, brother. I don't know what to tell you. Um, so like that, and like, that's my sister. My sister like consumes books, like their food. She has like hyper fixations that she really loves that I have little to no interest in whatsoever, but she loves them. Like Neely, Neely is an introvert. Neely loves what, what she calls laying down time where she, nope, she likes to just lay She's, like, usually on her phone or, like, reading a book or talking. But as soon as she gets, like, into her home or my home, she wants to immediately be horizontal. As soon as she can lay down, she's laying down. For sure. Not to sleep. She just likes to lay down. Like, Neely is quirky and weird, and she's a fucking freak, and I love her. <laughs> and I could not be more different from her if I tried. We're hmm. just completely opposite because... As children, we were not made to think that being different from one another was wrong because not one of us wasn't the good one or the bad one. Yeah, yep. I was more obnoxious than my sister. I had a mental health issue as a child that my sister did not have, so I had, like, that going on. But, like, my mom and dad did not make me feel like I needed to be like Neely. That was never a narrative I got as a kid. And now as adults... My house looks like a paint by number and my sister's, it's great. My sister's doesn't. It's like very stereotypical, like suburban home thing. And it's fine because it doesn't fucking matter because we're two separate people. And yes, Neely and I both did band, but like we were not told to be the same kind of person. And I wonder how much more the individual personalities of Maddie and McKenzie could have been fostered if they were not fucking pit against each other like this before they could even have long-term memory capabilities in their brain. Yeah. It's insane to me. I agree completely. I actually have seen not like close friends of mine, but I, I know people with kids and Mm -hmm. I've, 
I, I don't want to, like, tell anyone how to parent or whatever, but if they've mm-hmm. got, like, two kids and one's, like, older than the other, just even if you have two, like, twins, for example, uh, and they'll be like, oh, so-and-so is the reader, so-and-so is the whatever, the whatever else quality. Yeah. Um, and it's strange because, like, that implies that, like, oh, this one is just, like, not going to read books. Like, homie, they're four. Yeah, it's... Maybe, like, let them figure out. You don't have let to, like. Let them develop a personality. Oh, you're the for smart God's one. Sake. You're the fun one. What? You don't have to pigeonhole them, nor do you have to pit them against each other like Abby does. Um, and I, I feel like when you put labels on kids like that, it it's just like, especially at that young age, they just think, like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be. Yes. And yeah. so Mackenzie is always just like, oh, I'm supposed to not be as good as Maddie. Yeah. I'm looking for a video. Um, I took a, a, a video of a home video of me as a, a child and I'm screaming and my sister is like shushing me from the side. It's very funny. I have got to keep looking for it. But it, but it's a testament to the idea of like when we were children, my parents just let me do, do whatever we wanted to do and let me be creative and let my sister be organized. And it was great. And we both turned out completely fine. You know yep. what I mean? For sure. Um, I'm gonna have to look for that later. It's very fun. I'll have to show you after. It's hilarious. Um, okay, yes. So, Mackenzie gets back to the green room, and Abby's like, so Mackenzie, let's talk about all the shit that you did wrong. And she says, you know, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be nasty. Yes, you do. As That's a your self, favorite thing. As a self-admitted, recovering, hater-ass bitch, real recognizes real. Yep. And you love being angry and you love feeling like you're right don't say it if you don't mean it that is the biggest load of bullshit gaslighting we've ever had it's just straight up like i don't want it but like you're making me be this way i don't like being this way but i'm this way because of you manipulation 101 i'm so sorry that's literally every man ever like that that shit is don't say it don't say not me no offense taken thank you because you know it's not you it's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And then she goes, I don't know what religion you all are, but I'd start praying because that's about all we have left. And then yeah, a commercial. Yeah, great. Yeah, cool. She says, you know, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be nasty. I want you to run in and hug me after a great dance. Ooh, kind of implying that, like, I hate that. she wants I hate to that have sentence. her as, like, a new favorite. <laughs> I hate that sentence. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't want – Yeah. I would love to hug you, but due to what you're doing... But I can't. I have to be mean and nasty. This is all your fault. Yeah, I can't you love you the way some, I want to. You could have had you. something nice, but this is on Ugh, you. Like, it's yeah, so... Fucking gross. It's so literally nasty. Yeah. Um, We see uh, Chloe's solo rehearsal in the green room. It's basically the costume from last week. It's like, fine. You're talking about Christy? I, of course I am. You go for it. I'm going to keep looking for this video. Christy, you set like, it up. before, you know, she's kind of running through, and before Chloe, like, goes out for her solo, Christy hugs her, holds her really close, and says, make me proud, and then kind of, like, pauses for a beat and says, make, make yourself, yourself proud. proud. Period. That's it. Period. That's it. Yep. That's it. Perfect. That is perfect parenting. It's exactly. Christy, you know, she she's been more antagonistic towards Abby recently, but like mm-hmm. she does not stop being a good mom nope. to Chloe. That is just, she's, she's got that shit on tap I 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Christy's being a great mom to yeah. Chloe. Christy is that bitch in a good way. <laughs> Indeed. 
Ugh. Are you still looking for this video? I am. I'm trying to think of when we went through home videos. It was a long time ago. I'm going to have to find it and show it to you, like, later. It's it's amazing. It's very, it's very me and my sister. Um, okay, yes. So then we see the Studio B girls in the hallway. There's a very weird conversation about ages that turns into nothing. I really was hoping that I would, I thought like, it would be, like, a gotcha back. moment, and it wasn't. Yeah. Where the girls were, like, kind of anxious. They were, like, somebody was, like, well, how old are you? And one of the girls was, like, I'm 11. And Abby goes, oh, you weren't 10 when you auditioned for me? And she was, like, I just had a birthday. Yeah, it's very, like, tense. It's yeah. weird. And it's, it turns into, no- it's a big nothing burger. It made It's made to seem like the girls kind of don't <laughs> know how old they actually are or are supposed to be. Like I don't know. Like, they're trying to do an age thing where, like, we're actually old older but we're competing in a lower age so group Christy, for Christy says a moment that made me laugh out loud I was watching this where she says uh, well we've seen stuff like this from Kathy where she had people entering in our girls age category and those people turn out to be like 27 <laughs> 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 so yeah it, but that materializes into into nothing it literally turns into nothing yeah Isabella goes first slay Kaylee slay Work. Um, Chloe is really nervous because she says that she doesn't like when Abby gets mad because she gets loud and scary. Yeah. And, but of course, operating out of like fear, like the fear of messing up is her motivator. Yeah. Like she's worried about being criticized or whatever. And that's not a good way to like succeed no. in like an art. Or it's not a like way to learn anything. Yeah. You should want to learn anything from fear like that. Right. You just want to go out and do your best. Like, even if you're like, I want to impress so-and-so that's still like good motivation, Mm -hmm. but like, Oh, I just don't want to mess up. If you're thinking about messing up, guess what you're going to do? You're going to fuck up. Yep. Yeah. Um, Chloe performs. It's great. Christy's like, I don't know. The numbers that are the most moving from Chloe are ones that she connects to. When she dances from the heart. Yeah. She's like, she didn't really connect to this one. So like, I don't know. She's like, I think she did good, but like it could have been better or whatever. Yeah, it was technically good, but there wasn't like that emotion. The connection. Like, yeah. yeah. Chloe's best quality is how she connects with dances. Yeah. We're in the green room again. After she's finished, Abby asks Christy what she thought. And she says like, I thought it was better in the studio. Yeah. You know, sure. Um, and then like somehow this is back to the, to Kelly the and the break and the parking lot protest. Yeah. So I literally could not be bothered to follow this like derailed shit train of logic. But Abby <coughs> tells Melissa that she, because now this is about Melissa. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know how this became about Melissa, but whatever. Abby tells Melissa that she's more worried about her friendship with the other moms than the kids. Then she then she's worried about the she's more worried about her friendship with the moms than she is worried about her own kids. Right. And then she says it's the same thing about guys that she goes husband to husband. Yeah. And Christy's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, she's brushing Chloe's ponytail and she's like, she looks around like, wait, what the fuck? And then Melissa's like. Well, we have a very happy household. And she goes, oh, really? Your kid doesn't look very happy. It cuts to Maddie, who is sobbing, of course. I, I, what is what is going on? Yeah, What's she, going on? She's not crying because of her home life, Abby. She crying. She's crying because you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, and like any kid is going to cry when their parent is getting yelled at. And there's just like tension in the room. It is a perfectly normal thing to like be overwhelmed by that. And as a nine-year-old or whatever she is, start crying. That is normal. Right. She. That's what she, I would do. Ma- oh, I cry over way less all the time. <laughs> Maddie makes a mad dash behind this like pipe and drape curtain that's in the green room and melissa is like don't cry don't cry and jill weirdly the ally goes 
well, it's so actually, it's okay for her to cry. And Melissa goes, no, it's not. She has all that makeup on. And Jill is like, hey, Melissa, can you get your head out of your ass and be a little yeah. bit more upset? Abby just shit-talked you and your uh, now husband to your kids. Like, that should bother you. Yeah. But again, and there's a commercial. Again, going back to what uh, Dr. Ollie said earlier. Oh, that, Abby like, just dips. P.S. Yeah. After she shits all over people's parents, she I'm fucking out. dips. Well, it goes back to what uh, Holly said earlier that, like, a real friend wouldn't do that. And Tea. she's 100% right. Absolutely. Dear listener, if you have friends or in a relationship oh my God, with someone no. that does this, get I, them the fuck out of your I life. I know for a fucking goddamn fact, no one who puts up with the shit that you and I put out on the internet puts up with that shit. That's a good point. There is no fucking way. And if that is the tea, you are probably in a situation that you are either slowly realizing is really bad or you know is bad already. Yep. Yeah, that is unacceptable shit. For yep. someone to be that mean to you and then for her to be like, well, yeah, you're probably right. Uh-uh. No. No. Wake the fuck up, Melissa. That is embarrassing. It's not even that, like, someone would say something to try and hurt you. Like, Abby's clearly just trying to, like, hurt Melissa. But, like, the fact that that thought exists in their head. Sinister. That it exists in Abby's head. Evil like, that and means sinister. They feel real malice towards you. Oh, yeah. And, and, like, resentment. They do not want you to be happy. Nope. It's get insane. Out. It's so scary. Melissa needs to get out. All, yeah. Well, all the mobs. We've been saying this for a while. They need to get just like yeah, go they find another dance but studio. Like, yeah, it's so it, the reality is that they can't leave because they're under contract. But yeah, whatever. For Melissa to not even stand up a little bit, yeah, come like, on, girl, push Have back a spot. little. This is your kid, girl. Come on. Obviously, your favorite kid too. Yeah, also true. Oh my god, so <laughs> embarrassing. Um. So then we come back from a commercial. Christy is like, okay, let's run the dance, girls, because Abby just fucking pieces out. So she runs the dance. Excuse me. She runs the dance in the green room. Studio Blue goes on. It's a sleigh, I guess. Abby's like, it was really good. It's the Abby Lee Dance Company's turn. Um, Wait, what? What's happening? Oh, sorry. I'm trying to make sense of my, like, my notes. That don't yeah, make I write sense. in fragmented sentences the, sometimes and I, I can't think figure it out. I have written out, ooh, boy, yikes. I think that is in reference to the music. Ooh, boy. No, just like, so. no, the, just like hearing the music and being like, never, ooh, ever, boy, ever gonna yikes. Let you go. I, sorry. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> <laughs> the music is not good. The like, uh, quote unquote, what Abby refers to as earlier as quote unquote, authentic hand movements. Yeah. That's disgusting. That's so embarrassing. Um, the, okay, there's a point where the girls are doing a line. They're like doing a line. They're in a line. <laughs> they're in a line These doing tricks. Yeah. They're doing tricks in a line. You know what I'm talking about? They all do a standing back tuck. I, yeah. And then they all, it's like one by one they do something and it's then like it goes the other way one by one. That is goofy as fuck for real. It looks so, it's giving VBS. It's giving like theater camp realness. Yeah, it's just goofy. It is goofy as fuck. It looks so immature and so stupid. And the rest of it is, like, fine. It's yeah, really you know. not that good. Yeah. And Melissa is like, I think it'll be a close call between us and Studio Blue. I really hope for first. Uh, I think this number was stupid. I don't know fuck about shit about dance, but I think this number was goofy and stupid. Um, McKinsey, or we get to the awards. McKenzie, she gets third. Yeah, you know. Womp womp. Womp womp. Um, then we get to the, ba- the battle royale between Isabella, Chloe, and Kaylee. It is in that order. Um, Isabella is fourth. Chloe is second. second. And Abby's like, imagine if Chloe 
Imagine if Chloe did this. Imagine if Chloe's mom was like this. And then she goes, imagine if Chloe's mom paid her bills on time. The fuck? What does that have to do with anything? Imagine if her mom paid her bills on time. Obviously, that has a direct impact on Chloe's dance technique. Literally how? It's so frustrating. And then Kaylee wins. Which, good for her. Which, like, work, I guess. It's just so... We do, I know we do this shit every week, and I know it's every formulaic, freaking, freaking week. week. I know, and like, ex- except for the times that we don't. And I know. <laughs> <laughs> that should really be in like the intro. And I'm, I'm your host, host every, every single, single freaking, freaking week, week except, except the weeks the that I'm not. That we don't. Yeah, except sometimes not. <laughs> I understand that this is formulaic, and I understand that I'm feeling the way that they want me to feel. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I really do. I understand. However... And I think it's bullshit. I'm mad. And I'm mad. And I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be a little mad about it. Um, the group gets fourth and the dance moms are shook. Mm. Holly's like, I literally cannot remember the last time we placed that low. Yeah. And it's insult to injury because Studio Blue gets first. Sure did. So it's like a grand shit slam. It is yeah. bad news bears. Abby says the experience was humbling. Which I she feel says, like she I was humbled by the experience. <laughs> yeah, which me is me a, when my coworker texted me and about me like I was, shitting on him on the internet. I, I was cut humbled. to cut to Abby being like, I was humbled by that experience. Well, and it's funny because like <laughs> Abby never accepts any blame or fault whatsoever, but like her saying that is kind of an acknowledgement that she played at least a small part yeah. in them not doing well. Liza is so close to the microphone. Do you have anything you want to say? No, she's just about to eat, like eat you. You want something? Do you want to say something? No thoughts. Only rage. I wonder if I scoot the microphone closer to She's her. She's not going to do shit. You oh, this is gonna, This is going to fuck your world up. Oh, she's going to go sniff it. Liza. You have something you want to say? Well, meow. If she meowed right now, I'll lose my goddamn Shh, mind. Shut up. Liza. Do you have something you want to say? She does not. Dear listener, no, she is No, she does not. You staring. don't want to say anything? She is staring into the abyss. Just like if you move that one inch closer to my face, yeah, no, she's a not into wrath it. Of a thousand generations of cats <laughs> will befall you. We were gods. She's yeah, she's not into it. And now you're pudding. <laughs> Have you seen that video? Uh, there's this like really really drunk British guy. Yes, being interviewed. You you brought this up last week. I he's like, let's go London. Yeah, and then he eats the microphone. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the guy interviewing him goes for a second. He asks him a question like, what's something you wouldn't want your mom to know? He puts the mic in his face. The guy grabs it. No thoughts behind his eyes. There's only an instinct to, again, eat said eat, microphone. Yeah. It, I've watched that video, Amanda. <laughs> it has to be like my favorite four or five dozen times at this point. My favorite least. internet memory with you is the video that I showed you when we were in grad school together. And it's this guy and he's in like a house that's being built. Oh, and he the goes bird? to the bird <laughs> and there's like a dead bird on the ground. You hit the window and pretty hard. You hit hard. the window pretty hard. And he like kind of touches it a little bit and the bird like Takes awakens off. and he goes, ah! He goes, Rah! And then the bird goes right into a window and he goes, boom! And then the guy goes, oh, you idiot. You idiot. <laughs> I feel that energy Oh, you so idiot. completely. <laughs> this bird that Rah! just had his shit rocked oh, and he flies idiot. straight into, oh, you idiot. <laughs> Me as a teacher. Me, <laughs> me to myself, honestly. Making the exact same mistake. Oh, you idiot. I, oh, you don't say you that, idiot. but like you think it. 
for sure. I'm trying to find it. We have not DM'd on Twitter in a long time, huh? I don't get on Twitter much. I scroll Instagram. On X? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Um, I refuse to call it No, I, I, I scroll Instagram reels and watch three-week-old TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. That's what my shout-out to girl lunch, oh. that's what they tell me. Like, oh, all those Instagram reels you're seeing? Yeah, true. Just the sound is enough. You hit the window pretty hard. You idiot. <laughs> he literally squawks oh, like a you parrot. Idiot. Ah. <laughs> and the sound the bird makes is it confidently flies straight into another window. Oh, yeah. you idiot. Oh, you idiot. <laughs> Abby, I was humbled by the experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we go back to the green room and Abby is blaming all of this on the break, which the break that only lasted one week. It was not that long of a break. Yeah, but cr- you know, whatever. And Christy we, says, well, the choreography is the Yeah, blame. she's like, the choreography was ass. Like, that was yeah. the real reason why we lost this week. And we get an Abby Christy screaming match. Okay, I want to break it down uh, as much as I can. Abby calls Christy an idiot. Christy says that Abby's an idiot. And then Christy's like, there is a bunch of shit that I could say about you, and I'm not going to. And Abby's like, really, Christy? And then Christy calls her a fatty a million times. Yeah, she Abby, snapped. That's right there is where she snapped. Yes. Abby, in a moment of rare slay, says, if that's all you've got, bring it on, baby. Yeah. You know what? T. If yep. your only like defense in an argument with someone is bringing up the fact that they're fat, which, side note, isn't an insult, that's insane. If that's really the meanest thing you can say about someone is, is something about their physical appearance, yeah. in the battle of wits, you are unarmed. You know what I mean? That yeah. Come on. Come on. And of all the things... You've when got she's, so much yes, ammo. Uh, when she's like, I've got, so, I've got so many things about you that I could say I'm not going to. And she goes, for fat? That's, first of all, not an insult. Second of all, why wouldn't you say something about her being obsessed with a child or having a really weird parasitic relationship with her mom? Or she's just a fucking asshole. You're an asshole. The, the decor in the lobby is terrible. Your merch plug is embarrassing. Like, come on. Pick up the pace. And she doesn't. She just calls her fat a million times. Yep. And then, Abby, and then, and then, and then. As that happens, uh-huh. Abby's just like, maybe we should get out of here. She uh, just Ke- starts, like, no, quietly. Kelly. Kelly's like, maybe you guys they should both, just go. Yeah, they yeah, both maybe you, Girls, like, maybe you should go. Let's, uh, and then as Chloe walks past Abby, she goes, do you hear what your mother is saying? And it it takes me out of my body every time it happens. Like, it's so upsetting. It's just so upsetting. And this is the part in the episode where, like, if I, when I was watching this the first time in, like, 2012 or whatever the year this came out in, I would have thought that Christy was the insane one. That's not true. As an adult, I fully can recognize that Abby's the insane one. The show was set up so that you thought that the moms were crazy, but the the more like the more it progresses over time, the more you realize like as especially as an adult, no, Abby's the one who's insane. Yes, Abby's not a great teacher who produces great results, but is also hard sometimes. And the moms are crazy. Absolutely, the fuck not. This is a terrifying human being, manipulator, manipulator, liar, all these things, and Narcissist. she whips these normal people into a state of frenzy. Yeah, because of her piss poor behavior. Yeah, like she started off the conversation where uh, she's like giving Chloe some like feedback and says, "Well, I guess your mom is okay with mediocrity." Oh my god! Christy dude. says, "Stop picking on the children," and then 
out of nowhere, it may be some poor editing, but Abby shrieks like, you're an idiot. And Christy yells back, you're the biggest idiot ever. And that right there <laughs> is where, uh, like, Christy just, like, fucking lost it. It's and- the final boss battle of the last two brain cells. Yeah. Like, you're an idiot. Well, you're a bigger idiot. Well, you're yeah, fat. Like, it's oh, like, what's happening And here? right when Christy says, you're fat, Abby says, I can lose weight, but ugly is to the bone. T. And Christy True. says, that's exactly the point. You're ugly to the core. And Kelly's just like, hey, girls, why don't we, uh, Maybe we, why should don't we go. go wait outside? <laughs> uh, Maybe that's enough, actually. The weirdest part of this whole, like, this was a fucking, like, gloves off Ooh. kind of fight. They, yeah, they, they were, were both the girls going were after fighting. It. And the weirdest part of it is that, like, the yelling kind of dwindles down. Abby walks out a little bit calmly. And said, uh, it's like putting stockings on a mule with some of you. And then Christy adds, or and lipstick, lipstick on, on a pig. pig. And Kelly laughs, like very lightheartedly. Like they're walking out, like just kind of like casually, like, oh, here's a little zinger as you're out the door. As They were just like full on screeching at each I other. I know. It's so weird. And then it came down immediately where I think maybe even the Kelly's producers. just trying to cut the tension. Well, I, it didn't even feel like that because Christy also was much, Ugh. Christy and Abby were both like, much calmer. It's almost like the producers felt, and they're like, "Oh, sh- all right, we ladies, or let's take it down Maybe like ten percent. Let's let's, like, let's back a off a little bit. We still need to be able to put this on television." And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, lipstick on a pig, blah blah blah." And then that was it. Here's my little mic drop, and that's <sighs> it. Very, very weird. Was, and that's the end of the episode. It was strangely calm. Yeah, the ending was very weird. Thank I. I don't know what I'm. What would have been more upsetting, that or if they had just been like screeching the next time on Dance Moms? Yeah, no idea. It's all bad. Yeah. I, in any way you slice it, it's bad. What? 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 No, you have I, the glint in no your eye joke. of making a dumb joke. There's no dumb joke. That's so not true. If you're, gonna, if you're about you. to tell a joke, trust and believe it's going to be a dumb joke. Well, that's true, but I didn't have a joke. I would. I just was. Like, I don't know. I well. Here's the thing. You I get felt, this glimmer in your eye that makes me sweaty. I, what are you about to say? <laughs> no, what? I just like the episode ended in a weird way. Yeah. It's like just now you watched <laughs> me feel weird. Like, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Like I like that the, end the, of the facial. Episode. Ex- I like that the facial expression you have when you're getting weird is the same expression you have when you're about to tell a stupid joke. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all chaos up there. It's, it's himbo attitude for sure. Thank you. I. But you're, we've praise. established this before, listeners will agree, especially if you've like had any sort of interaction with Eli in the DMs. Eli is not nice enough to be a himbo. We know this. Hey, well, hey, now. We know this you, about you. No, no, no. Wait a gosh darn second. No, 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 no. The difference between you and Gronk is that Gronk is kind. And like 60 you, pounds of muscle you and are immense a success. crusty old asshole. Fuck! Who has the one of the more pessimistic views of the world? I sometimes. I I'm a mixed bag. You don't sense, live, laugh, love the idea of just like you're not a happy to be here, dude. You're not, it, and that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying depends. you're not. You don't reach the trifecta of himbo status. It depends. I think who in my life you ask. Actually, I I very much believe that. Like if you ask. Uh, some of my old coworkers from when I taught at Republic for a couple of years, dude, uh-huh. they'll they're they're like, I, especially my friend Tyler. He and I had a lot of experiences, and he was like very down in the dumps about teaching, and so I had to be like this relentless ray of sunshine. Uh, he would tell you that I'm one of the most opti- optimistic people he's ever met. Sure. And so, like, depending upon the context, uh, same with like people at work. Like, I think I at, at Second Harvest, I think I'm very like upbeat because I fucking love what I do. Yeah. And so I guess like any frustrations I feel 
you've been around to experience a lot of that's those. true like, i've known you for a long time you've been through some like turbulent times in my life Tea. uh a lot of my old friends have but like the people that i've met a little more recently i've become a lot more optimistic especially when that's i'm fair. doing something that i love that's fair so there's all that that's fair um i'm still not a himbo i i i agree with you, that if you're listening to this on spotify um, on like in the episode, there's a function where you can scroll and look for, there's a poll that I as, or that we as like, uh, the creators can, um, put up with the episode. It's only available on Spotify. The poll is, I'm so sorry, but the question is going to be based on what you know, based on what you've heard of Eli and seen of him on Instagram and all these things. Go cyberbully me. Is Eli a himbo? Yes or no. And you can vote in the poll on the episode if you think he is or is not. I'm if gonna, you're listening on Spotify, that's a yeah. Spotify only feature. So sorry. But if you're thank not. you equally to our Apple Podcast listeners. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wherever. You can write me an email if you think whether or not Eli is a himbo. Yeah, I we've we've had so we've like out. fallen not fallen off, but we've like gotten out of the era, the golden era of listener emails. Well, see, Liliana I and, love and Tony listener emails. both sent great ones. Liliana and Tony, do your backs hurt from carrying the weight of the listener emails? <laughs> I yeah I I do love when we get those. Um, well, I went through a period before I, before I brought you on, like it was like a really fun period of listener emails, DMs, all mm-hmm. these things, and then a shit storm of online hate. Hey, that's and how then, you know you made it. True, and then silence, except for Liliana and Tony, the the OG stands of this podcast. I love getting listener feedback. It's Absolutely. like one of my favorite things ever, and like a voicemail that's still a function that's in the link tree. You can send me a voicemail. You can write me an email, slide into the DMs, follow us on Instagram, like interact with me, please. The, uh, please. The, I, I said this dozens of episodes ago, but like I'm still waiting for a listener to call in and do the intro themselves. Oh my God, that would be literally so fucking fun. I'll shut the fuck up if one of you bitches can do the intro like I Hell can. Yeah. Or better than me, honestly. Yeah. Do it. I And I'm not saying I don't want listener interaction because I want to boost our, like pu- pushing us out into the algorithm. It's not that. I watch the numbers. I watch the interaction. I watch the number of listens. And I know that you bitches are out there listening every GD week. Okay? I know you're out there. I know. There are hundreds of yous out there. Interact. Let me know what you think. (laughs) Unless you're being mean. (laughs) I I can't really do internet hate anymore. (laughs) Um, If you have something constructive or something nice to say or something funny, slide up. I just Slide think it would, it would just be like fun. I like Absolutely. It's, this is a thing that, and you mentioned this earlier. This is a thing that like we just super enjoy. Like it's this is a just lot a of hobby. fun for us. Yeah. And so it's awesome when other people also have fun with yes. it. Like when, when I, people, when literally like like dead ass for real on some real shit. When people tell me either in DMs or emails or whatever the fuck that they feel like my friends are their friends. Oh yeah. Dog, that that shit is so complimentary it's insane that is like the highest compliment that i can that uh, like honestly that i could get as like any sort of any sort of internet person or like comedian person or comedy person that i uh, the highest compliment i could ever get is the compliment of safety and your friends feel like my friends dude incredible dude that's the point yeah that's the whole gig yeah that's the like you think i'm doing this shit because i have a legitimate interest in like the dance mom cinematic universe no i'm doing this shit oh my god i think i already sent this to you but i it's the, the it's this <laughs> there thing went that sentence. That, no, no no it's this thing that cody and noel from the internet they talk about on their podcast of after their podcast is over noel is like man he's like i'm so tired and he's like why am i so tired and he's like oh because i was giggling with my boy for two hours <laughs> and then cody starts giggling he's like hang on guys he's like Oh, I'm feeling tired. I've been giggling with my boy too much. Like, 
Hello? Oh my God. What? Oh my God, this bitch. Sit. It, why is she talking? It's Alexa. Anytime she picks up, don't say it. Because she goes on this monologue every time. Why is... I don't... I must have said something that sounded like her name. She's just out here talking. Girl, That's, nobody asked. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I when people tell me that, it genuinely makes me feel so good about like what we do and like the goofy, dumb shit that we're doing on the internet for free. It's like... This is it. This is so fun and so nice. And to tell me that my friends feel like you're friends, what what else would be the point? If it's not like safety and comedy, what else would we be doing? What else is the point of this? There's li- there's literally no point. It's not about dance moms, really. It's about giggling and goofing off and a little bit of a reprieve in the day. But like, it's not really about dance moms. It's just trying to we're just trying to be funny and give you a little giggle that will now be a you know midway through the week. Because it's coming out on Wednesdays now. That's what oh, it is. Oh, breaking news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I already said that. I don't remember. Did I not say that? My brain is mashed potatoes. So my brain's also mashed mine. potatoes. I think I did. Maybe I didn't. Did. The, the, you might have talked maybe to me before I didn't. we hit record. Yeah. The, the podcast update. The podcast is now coming out on Wednesdays because that works better for me and Eli's schedule. So yeah. now, so this episode is coming out on, on a Wednesday and they will for forever and ever. Amen. It's just a little bit easier for everybody's schedule. But... That like that's the point is to giggle and to provide a a reprieve and a, a sense of escapism from whatever the fuck you got going on in your life because uh, trust and believe the last few months the last like couple of months of my life have been some of the harder months of my entire life and I need to giggle and I need to have a distraction and I need to have a break and when I need those things I pull up people like Brittany Broski I pull up people like Curtis Connor and I disappear. And then I come back to earth when it's time. And if that, if I can provide, if we can provide even just a little bit of that kind of feeling, then every hate email and every shitty review I've got is worth it. Yeah. I love doing shit like this. I love doing this shit like this with you. Hell yeah, brother. And it's just the best. I love it. For I, real. Yeah, real I think shit. you said it really well. That like, we're talking about dance fonts. We're not like really We're not really going in moms. on it like that. Come on. This is, the, the dance, dance moms is like. A vehicle. It's a vehicle for comedy. We're not really talking about dance moms. We're being dumb. We're being funny. You know what I mean? Being dumb is something that I just love to do. It's something, it's something you're super come, good at, honestly. You know that thing where people talk about do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. That's what you think about being dumb. I stay stupid. <laughs> if you stay stupid, you don't have to get stupid. You know That's what right. I mean? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like a thing in drag that if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Yeah. You just stay ready. If you stay stupid, you don't have to get stupid. We'll put that on our merch. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the idea of like an embroidered crew neck that says in parentheses, also the co-host Yeah. <laughs> or the co-host also, whatever the fuck you said the first time I'm Eli and I'm the co-host I'm Eli, also the co-host. or something stupid. I'm also here. <laughs> I'm, I'm also others here. receiving votes. That's <laughs> yeah. We need to go so hard that not only are people writing fanfic about us, but people dress up like us for Halloween. Oh Jesus! You don't one need of my you outfits. being being a, a the the Jimbo right the the himbo from the gym, and then being like a short curly headed fuck who's very funny and loud and uh, absurdly obnoxious. It'd yeah, dear listener, if you wear black joggers and t shirts all the time, then congrats. You're, you You've are cosplaying as Eli constantly. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love those joggers, though. You wear those joggers all the time. Well, they're my gym joggers. Oh, and you can wear I, them Well, I have several pairs, and I'm going to be honest with you. The others are, like, 
They're kind of tight. Uh, oh my god, that was such an upsetting sentence. That was outrageous what you just said to me. And so I only wear them at the gym. I can't wear them like out and about. Because you're gonna what? Like cause a distraction? People are gonna crash their cars looking at you being double cheeked up on a Monday evening? What do you mean? I, not know. <laughs> You know what? Stop traffic with that ass. It's the ass isn't quite the issue. Oh my god! Oh, not this again. Okay, I'm we saying, need to move on before I clown on you and and unnecessary I'm just saying amount. They fit tight. Okay, great. Love and that's that not for appropriate you. for anywhere outside the gym. That's that's all I'm saying. Oh my god, you're so annoying, Eli. Do you have a song that you would like to plug? I do. And you're gonna add it to the playlist because that's now your responsibility. Oh, shit. I'm on the thing. Is it? Yes, gonna, I just me, texted you and made you a collaborator. Add to playlist. Dear listener, we have a playlist on Spotify that we add to every week, except for the times I forget. But now it's Eli's job. Um, that oh, yeah, we're gonna right. add music to. That we add music to when we talk about songs that we've been listening to. Have it's you, called uh, the Pyramid Bops. It's linked in the show notes. Have you seen um, the movie Euro Trip? No. Are you aware of the song Scotty Doesn't Know? Mm-mm. What? Is it Ska? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's I Scott. Did, Scotty Doesn't Know. I did describe Ska music to a coworker of mine as being goofy, and he thought that was very funny, and he was like, goofy is the perfect adjective for Ska. Accurate. It's goofy. 100% <laughs> accurate. Uh, but no, the song Scotty Doesn't Know by uh, Lustra, L-U-S-T-R-A. I'm adding Lustra. it to the playlist right now. Do it. I really think you would know this song. So many people know this song, even if you haven't seen it. Play Euro just Trip. a second. We're not on YouTube right now. So oh, that's play a good a point, second. actually. Sure. YouTube is the UMG machine, so yeah. we're good here. Just a second of it. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's a ridiculous song and it's fun and funny. It feels very like, you know, two thousands alternative, mm-hmm. like coming of age story. Yeah. But it's from the movie Euro Trip and Matt Damon makes a cameo in that movie and he sings it. Weird. He's all he's tatted uh, up. An and, unintentional slave for Matt Damon. Yeah. That's oh, it's very funny. Yeah, I love that. Um, the song that I want to put on the playlist is, um, the Taylor's version of Bad Blood featuring Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, of course. So for, it's just a great song. It's very much how I've been feeling in the last like few months of my life and especially this last couple of weeks. And, um, I, okay. So hear me out. I, what? No fuck about shit. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck about shit. Correct. However, I like to think as a person who has been in music, like my literal entire existence, that I have a good grip on what a good production is. When I, I listen to when I listen to music, I think that's bad production, that's good production. I have tangential experience in music production in general, so I like to think I have an ear for what's good and what's bad. Sure. The original version of the song "Bad Blood," even just featuring Kendrick Lamar, the instrumentation is thin. It's very tinny. It's and Taylor Swift's vocals don't necessarily do anything to help that, but the the stack of production sounds like you could almost like poke a pencil through it. It's thin. I know it's exactly. Not a, it's, yeah, you know what I mean. It's I, not I good. I hear songs like that that I'm confident would be so You're good. Like, this is there was not more meat to it. Yeah, the the remix, the Taylor's version version of this song, goes unnecessarily hard. It's so good. Kendrick Lamar also re-recorded the vocal for this version, which like shouts out, love that journey for her and for him. And it makes me 
quiver at the thought of the Taylor's version of Reputation, which is the last one she has to release. The last thing she has to reclaim is her reputation. Or well, her name and her reputation. Right. So the, the self-titled album will be the last one. Reputation will be the second to last. Okay. With the theory being that the last two things she has to claim are her name and her reputation. So, allegedly, this is coming out November 6th. Or no, sorry, we're recording on November 6th. <coughs> allegedly, she is announcing the release date of Reputation Taylor's version on either the 9th or the 10th, depending on the QAnon-level TikTok conspiracy theorists who dissect her every move. Uh-huh. And, like, every time she re-releases an album, there's, like, new merch. There's, like, 50 different shades of a, of a vinyl that you could buy. There's all this shit. Based on, because like Bad Blood featuring Kendrick Lamar was her first like real dip into something tangentially related to hip hop, right? Because there's rap in it. There is a like trap-esque beat underneath it. And then we get into reputation after the fact. I worry for my safety and And my financial well-being and the safety safety of those those around me. For when the, based on what the the difference between the original and the new version of just this peripheral hip hop number, what does that mean for when Taylor releases Taylor's version of Reputation? That's going to be, that's going to go hard. You're going to be a problem. And you better fucking believe I will purchase every goddamn variant of that MFing vinyl with every, I don't care if it drains me dry. I don't care. I don't care. I will buy all the merch because... I have three albums that mean the absolute world to me in my adulthood. Number one being Reputation. Number two being Holy Fuck by Demi Lovato. And number three being A Woman by Queen Herbie. Those three albums together describe my personal specific experience as a woman un- paralleled to nothing. Like th- the th- those three and that's it. That's everything that you need to know about me as a person right there together. All three of them. And when the Taylor's version of Reputation comes out, I'm going to be a menace to society. Yeah, you're going to be unstoppable. Joe Jonas, me barking at Joe Jonas on Instagram will have nothing That's on the shit, the manic shit posting that will happen on my story. Oh, man. When Reputation comes I'm out. I'm excited to see your story on Instagram. And it's got like, <laughs> it's like 48 all- <laughs> of the little dots. It's their like little periods just like yeah. all the way across my story. Yep. That's going to be you. I'm so excited. And so Bad Blood, Taylor's version featuring Kendrick Lamar. It's on the playlist. And like, so sweet of Kendrick Lamar to re-record his verse on this goofy little pop song in the name of Reclamation. That is so kind. And she posted a big long thing about him on Instagram about oh, hell yeah. how grateful she is you know, for, for their partnership and for whatever. And it was very sweet. So... Yeah, I, it's at the it's that's the song I picked, and I'm also a little worried about what this means for reputation in the future <laughs> and my bank account. If we're just gonna break it down, right? Well, it's about all I know. We did it. I guess we did it, huh? Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pyramid. Um, you can I, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Let me break it down for you. All right, there is a link underneath this. In the show notes on whatever platform you're listening. Go to it now. Go to if it now. If you're driving, pull over on the side of the road. And if you're, no, do it while you're driving. No, don't do this that. This is equally or more important than driving. <laughs> Dri- just drive Let off Jesus the road. Let Jesus take the wheel. Yeah, dead ass. Dead ass. Um, I've got links. We've got a YouTube channel that will be up and running once again once we have a camera, which will be coming very soon. 
Um, I couldn't keep doing it off my phone. My phone was like damn near nah. ready to catch on fire. It was not the tea. Um, we've got, uh, you know, you can rate us. You can review us. You can just interact with us. There's a poll if you're listening on Instagram. If listening on Instagram, what the fuck? Spotify. Listening on Spotify, Jesus. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. DM us. Cyberbully Eli. Eli's personal Instagram is at Eli underscore farmer underscore. You got it. My personal Instagram is at not Amanda B underscore is there an underscore at the end of my instagram i deleted instagram off my phone That's for a little a bit so i don't remember good question actually it's not amanda b underscore i think is me i think that's my instagram that username. sounds right i think like there's that's something we should know an, i've been hyping up my instagram for so long yeah I the fuck the, i'm the one who does the work around here anyway not amanda b underscore not amanda b underscore there you go that's my personal instagram follow me on instagram if you feel like it sometimes i bark at joe jonas sometimes i post cute pictures it's a fun time on instagram follow the pyramid on instagram also all this shit is linked in the link the playlist that we have the our email address eli's personal address it's all linked. What? No. <laughs> Wait. No. just kidding it's all linked it's all there interact with us tell us what you think about all of this every week every Dude, freaking week if you feel like it every freaking week what? uh I want to hear more listener pyramids. Please. They're so, they're Those gassed. are fantastic. They're so good. Well, because like, not I only, love them. because like, well, interaction is just like dope. Uh, but y'all are, fir- first of all, fucking hilarious. Whenever people also, like, oh my God, it's y'all also, are way funnier than Eli. Very so like, fun- Jesus right Christ. in, dude. Uh, it's always funnier or like super genuine, which we love. True. Um, but also like, Y'all have very different lives than we do. Also, and even oh if my you God, don't, like, yeah. you still have like different like likes and dislikes and everything. So yeah. it's fun to experience like yeah the the pyramid through y'all's eyes, yeah. which is super dope. So yeah, write in, give us your pyramids, uh, cyberbully me. Yeah, send him knife or gun emojis. I will take the water gun or the knife emoji. At yeah, this it's, point. it's actually been a couple weeks. I had a really good one recently. <laughs> uh, is it better than Tony calling you a piece of shit earlier? No, the verbal thing is amazing. And <laughs> Dip shit, I mean you, Eli. You surprising <laughs> me on, I'm not live on air, but that's the first time I heard it was you. Dog. Just now. Uh, yeah, cyberbully me, just interact. We love it. <laughs> It helps yeah. us feel good. On some real <laughs> shit, I am very appreciative of the people who return week after week. I know y'all bitches are out there. I know y'all bitches are silent, but y'all are out there. Yes. And I do, I do very genuinely appreciate it. Um, yeah, even if you don't write in or whatever, yeah, like, we I still, appreciate still very you. much value like, yeah. just listening. That's super dope. For sure. You do not have to do that. Uh, and y'all like choosing to yeah. make us a stupid little part of your lives for an hour or two it's is so nice. incredible. Yeah, I... I, I pay attention to the number and to the listens and to the subscribers and all these things. And I see it every week and it's the same amount of people not, I mean, it's not the exact same number every week, but it's like relatively similar. So I appreciate y'all. What are you doing? I, I like my shirt hit my chest weird and one of my nipples got hard. Eli. I'm sorry. Do we okay. have to put an explicit rating on this now? Well, no. Yeah, because the thing you're talking about your nipples, what's going to get us explicit? Not me saying the word "fuck" a million times. <laughs> and like the That's a good first, point. when we start uploading on YouTube again, we do need to watch out because you're not allowed to cuss in the first 30 seconds, or you get demonetized. So Damn. we have to. We got to watch out. And Gosh, by we, I mean it. me, because you don't cuss nearly as much as I do. I cuss like a sailor who's forgotten that they're allowed to cuss. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm cussing like a sailor who's just been hit by a bus. That rhymed. You know what I mean? Kind of. It was almost bus. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Bars, bro. <laughs> Low key bars. You know what I mean? 
Uh, yeah, that's about all I got. We will see you next Wednesday. Remember, we're doing Wednesdays now, not Mondays. We're doing Wednesdays forever and ever. Amen. As like a little thing to instead of get you started, get you over the the worst day of the week, which is Wednesday. Just hit down, hit auto download or subscribe T. or whatever, and that way you get the podcast. And whenever you open the thing, you'll listen. You get to the, the thing. little notification that's like a new episode of the Pyramid, a Dance Moms recap podcast has been uploaded. And, and like, you'll do oh, your yeah. little happy dance like I do. Yeah, <laughs> I set them to upload at midnight every Wednesday now. So hell yeah, brother! You should get them no matter what time you wake up. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. What? And what questions do you have for me about that? Nothing. That was just cute. You're so annoying.